now's the time to make my move So I got me a beer And I bought her a sex on the beach She saw that umbrella stuck in the glass That chunk of pineapple made her laugh She took the beer from my hand and said Thank you, man I didn't take her for the long neck kind She said, boy, have you lost your mind? Hell yeah, I like beer It gets me grinning from ear to ear Not just every now and then I'm talking 365 days a year I can do it around the clock I don't like it just a little who I like it a lot, even hot How about I remember to turn the music off tonight? How about we move the microphones up like we said we were last week? They sounded really quiet on the podcast. Now that's because you don't put your mo- mouth close enough to the microphone. That's you all that is. Tell me off for being too Are close they new? To the well, he's new. Oh, I am. I, well, uh, Marcus well. was getting new mics. They may be new mics. New. Welcome new everybody to Friday Night Frothies. New fluffy bits. Huge show. Huge Definitely. show tonight. We've got uh, plenty Massive. to get through. AC bought notes. Oh, when AC no, brings notes, did you find your notebook? I brought them. No, <laughs> your notepad. <laughs> what? Tell us about got, the notes. It's got beautiful unicorn. It's got notes. legs too. Well, well, unicorn notebook. No, it hasn't got legs. None of these segments have legs. Yeah, they do, mate. <laughs> Shout out to Dylan. He's just retiring. But uh, no, it, the, the captain said last week or the two two weeks ago. What did he say? 
bring notes. <laughs> bring notes. Well, so like I write hey, the, all my speeches. The backroom boys do in it in the car. I think I think of an idea and I go, oh, that'll that'll work. The backroom boys, they're well, they're better than us. Well, mate, we're and so uh, we're under the pump. So yeah, we're under the pump. We've got to be better than them. So we're, we're, got we're to, interviewing uh, the same person here. So I know, we'll, we'll and, and, so, some real and the secret is not to ask the same questions. Well, I listen to the podcast, so I know I won't ask the same questions. Yeah. and – and uh, have you read the book? Anyhow, we won't talk about it for a second. I Don't just need wanna, to read the we've book, got a couple mate, of things. It. So uh, just uh, remember today. Today we've got the uh, the easy to remember text in number. That's oh four nine three two one three eight three one. And if you put that into a mnemonic, you'll know, put letters to the numbers. If you go the zeros and an O, well, and do the rest, call if we do, put do the rest in, in the alphabetical order. It's um, what is it? Um, Udipaka. That's, that's it. Oh, so there. That's so just remember easier. that because that's much easier than remembering the Rolls number. Rolls off the yes, tongue, mate. It does. Adipaka. Anyhow, Shure and we've got uh, so we've got our, our guest. He's he's lined up. He's got the headphones on. He's uh, had his first violet crumble. So we're sugaring him up. So he's uh, much more entertaining than usual. Um, and we've got RW. RW has been doing so much research because we haven't had him on for so long. I think he's got about thirty beers he wants to uh, to tell us about. That's he's the only bloke. Yeah. He's the only bloke I know who is voluntarily in lockdown. <laughs> oh no, I've got a sniffle. I need a COVID test. I need to get another COVID test. No, you had one three hours ago. I can't go back to work just yet. And just if you if you do line. text us in on that easy to remember number oh four nine three two one three eight three one, you can win a prize because we're going to have a prize tonight. Wow, we're going to have a prize. If you hear the um, bottle cap opening, oh, you got to text in. <laughs> you got to text in, and uh, on that, early. and the first person to get a text in will get a a prize, and and it's one of our um, our stubby holders. So I wanted one. Oh, haven't you got one yet? Oh, they're they're, they're, they're pretty hard to get. Come to my place. They're hard to get. Clearly. Yeah, they are. <laughs> but Pants on fire. let's go to our first guest anyhow. So you guys might know him. First and only. He has been on. <laughs> no, we've got RW. Oh, yeah. Okay. We, we, um, Voluntary. You might know Just him. Just let me know. Uh, I don't have to stand walk out. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you can you walk might know out him. whenever you want, mate. Anyone that's listened to Friday Night Frosties will know he's been on our show before. He's the only man that ever bought a bottle of red wine to a Friday Night Frosty show. And finished it before he left. And uh, in the first segment. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly right. (laughs) We had a great night. That was in the van. Fantastic, wasn't it? He's an author. He's a a journalist. He's uh, a local uh, footy uh, gentleman. Well, he's a Seaford footy legend, not not really a Karen footy legend. He's he's from Karen Royalty. He's pushing his way in. Yeah, he's pushing his way in here. Karen Royalty. Yeah, that's right. Karen family. Royalty. Paul Kennedy, we're going to call you that to start with, right, so everyone thanks. knows who you are. We'll call you PK from now on, and that's the nickname in here, so it kind of fits for Friday Night Frothies. Welcome to Friday Night Frothies. Thank you. What are we drinking here? Well, <laughs> what we're drinking, I see you want to let us know so, what so we're drinking? Some sort of techno-coloured beer oh, can. You've got a weird yeah, one. They're, they're, both, they're both from Bad Shepherd. Uh, PK has the XPA, which apparently Stewie from IGA said is a very popular one. Oh, yeah. And you seem to like it. Stewie would know. Stewie would know. And, uh, and we're expert. trying a he's sour. Been at the forefront of everything during COVID, Stewie. Yeah. No, he's been good, Stu. So and uh, so he's recommended he, some great He recommended these actually. ones yeah. today. And um, yeah, the gin one, it's growing on me. I've had, it's past the has three. Has it really got gin in it? Does so. it say it's got gin in it or it's just a name? Because I can't no, I taste it like Jim. It just tastes like it's a sour. It's great. No, I think it's in there. It's in there. Anyone that anyway, follows our Facebook? I'll, 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 sort of I'll separate it later. You've, okay. you've lost your sort of street cred edge since last time. I like, oh, I like the that? caravan in the driveway. 
<laughs> was that where you did you come to the driveway? Did you? Was it in the driveway or in the backyard? Yeah, no, no, it was in, in the driveway. It might have been in the driveway. Yeah, behind, it was in the driveway behind the gate. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> the driveway, hey, all the way down to the. We shed. had to put it behind the gate because someone would steal yeah, it. Was steal. such a good van. Right. But, right. but it's a fair point. We're now in a studio drinking gin in beer. Yeah. <laughs> We've changed. We've forgotten our roots. The world is oh, changing. And that's why we've got PK in to chat about Funky Town because we need to actually go back. We need to get a bit of credibility. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know whether we're ever going to well, that. Just straight cred, that's just, all. Just well, straight cred. I'll, yeah. I'll just break it to the audience now. Back. And you might have seen it on Facebook. We are releasing the four new ads. Well, three new ads. You've always heard the IGA ad that we, we sang years ago and that's one's kept. We've done three new ads, one for each sponsor. Uh, Marcus has done his uh, one take his, each. his wonder one take each. Marcus has done his wonders and cut it out of that whole big <laughs> thank goodness big thing that we did because we talked over it and everything else. Anyhow, he's put them on, so three we're going to have we're going to we're going to release the four ads or <laughs> oh three no. ads tonight. Um, I've had a bit of a preview, but when I got in here earlier, um, I think you'll be crying because they are really horrible Ridiculous. but really funny. Yes, really funny but really horrible. But anyhow, the Backstreet Boys, uh, the Backroom Boys, they love our IGA <laughs> one. The Backstreet, not, Boys. Not the Backstreet Boys. Not the Backstreet Boys. <laughs> well, they actually Boys. liked it too. They did yeah. text in. But it gets and, uh, people, don't forget, in the Backyard Boys could talking though. Our first That's day. right. It got people talking, and I, I don't know how much business Stewie and Leone have been doing oh, since we. He got truckloads. Truckloads. Stop. Who, who knew about IGA Express Seafood no North one. before we sang the song? Nobody. No one. He's no extended. One Stewie's gone upstairs in COVID. And, and then COVID hit, and they had a COVID positive at the Seaford Safeway. Yeah. yeah that's, and, oh, and, and, and he Stewie got smashed. Was, was, the, was the busiest supermarket owner in Melbourne. I'm not sure. I think it was Stewie made that call. Oh, I reckon. <laughs> I reckon he might have been seen it. He sacrificed one hey, of his kids hey, for hey, that. Do you, you hear about the positive <laughs> case? Do you hear about the positive case in the freezer section of Woolies? Yeah. 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 Not ah, too bad. Plant the rumor. That's it. No yeah. rumor. Yeah. <laughs> so anyhow, Paul, we're going to talk to you about the book. Uh, funky Town. Right. Uh, now, uh, AC hasn't read it yet because Mrs. AC's read it and she hogged the book. She, oh, hogged, yeah. it. she hogged it for ST, have you read the book? She read it pretty quickly. I, I, as I said earlier, I haven't read it because I lived it. Oh, right. Of <laughs> no, course you did. Of course you did. That's and our marketing push. I wish I could say <laughs> yeah, I wish I could say I read it. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I could say I read it, but uh, yes, I audio books it. Yes. And, but you know what I liked about the audio? I was telling AC before. You're, you're telling the story. Yeah. And you dyslexics don't have to worry about reading it. <laughs> well, you know I don't read. I don't read. I'm not like to read my notes. Audio books are okay. I, yeah. listen, I listen to a lot of audio books. Well, I... Uh, not this one. I don't know if you... If, if this cheats <laughs> you. I don't know if this cheats you weird. or not. This might... One step too far. This might cheat you but um, I just signed up to Audible yeah. and you get the first book free yeah. so I listened to it and then I discontinued my Audible so I don't know do you get nothing for that yeah because I don't I haven't no, got the I time no I don't get anything for that oh well no thanks uh, so no, sign, back no, sign back up I no. noticed he didn't come in with free so with, with free. I noticed he didn't come in with free books for us either so I'm glad I Audible it would have <laughs> been better off, if you had bought the book I could have come around to your place and, and just read, read it and read it to me at night yeah well, and I did get an award off Audible. A charge with that, I got a I got a <laughs> marathoners award because I read it in two. Uh, well, I read it. I listened to it in two days. The uh, it goes for eight hours. Yeah, it's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it took me a week. Oh wow! To write it, oh, to good on you, mate. Yeah, it's pretty quick. <laughs> <laughs> that was long compared a week to, to record compared it. to Rocky. Uh, a week to record it. <laughs> a week to record it. Four hours every day. Wow! Because you get really tired, actually, mm. and man, it's it's hard. But I must you, you stumble over words, and you think you could read it. You know, non-stop, but you have to stop all the so time. So start again. Yeah. You don't want to be but oh, really? all the time. Oh, you yep. were doing that? Yep. It, 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 well, because, of course, it's edited. It doesn't talk. I had a great editor yeah. who sits in the um, in the booth next to me. Showed great patience because every time I stuffed up, they would just take it back two seconds. Unreal. Start again. Blow oh. in and, and did you go, go, no, 
No, I'm going right. again. Oh, yeah. sorry. Wouldn't you, some of those... Do you give it a bit of personality? Like, you don't just go, oh, yeah, then, well, we, then I fell actually, down the stairs no, at the grand. This, this, like is, um, this is what uh, audio, audio books do now because they're so, they're so professional. I had to basically trial to see whether I was good enough at reading it. For the voice. Oh, so it so wasn't just a matter yeah. of, yeah, you can read your own book. Because I've got a news yeah. voice, I've That's got, which is, you know, yeah. not really what... Can you start using to. that just on, the, on for us now, your news voice? I have been. <laughs> that's his only voice. Haven't you been? That is his voice. No, hasn't changed that's since his he, hasn't voice. changed since he was thirteen. <laughs> so that's exactly the same. And as deep. <laughs> yeah. But I can't. But the audio books, you, you sort of um, a lot of actors do it. So that's extra work yeah. for actors. They yeah. go in there and read books. So it makes sense. I went to lockdown twenty twenty. I was listening to all these Cormac McCarthy novels, read, uh, read by these great sort of deep Texan accents, and uh, yeah, it was just wow. Yeah, it's really good. So when I tried out, they basically said. You can try to read your own book, but if you're not good enough, we'll get an actor to read it. Yeah. Oh, so they would have found someone in the same vein as yourself, some, or yeah, yeah just yeah, what, probably, whatever they thought. Yeah, probably a bloke, you know. Like, yeah, probably a bloke. With a, probably with a bloke with a Frankston accent. I was going to say, hey, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but no, audio books—they're—they're uh, they're the go now. So, oh, look, yeah. and, and I think um, no like if I was going to travel, we've done it before. When we've well, travelled yeah, the with car, the kids. We yeah, yeah, in the car when we travelled, we had some audio books and stuff, and I just know that. It was no use me um, subscribing at the moment because I haven't got the time. I just wouldn't. I don't. I don't get the time to do it. But, mm. but I must admit, I enjoy. I think I enjoyed it more because it was your voice. voice. I kind of felt like <laughs> you were sitting there with me yeah. and we're having a chat, yeah. and you were just telling me your story, and yeah. and, and I really liked that about yeah, it. Yeah, some people it was good. said that. So yeah. it's been, I've had good feedback from it. Uh, someone, something really I'll tell you. I'll, I'll go to a bit of it, not a criticism, but a, a woman well, that I know said to me. A woman I know said to me. She read the book. So she's read the book and she said. It's funny though, if I didn't know Paul, yeah. I think, why would I want to read this book? Yeah. In a way, because. What'd you tell her? Well, I said. Shut well, up and read it. I said, there's, <laughs> pop- I said, there's probably people that do that. They just read books because they're interested in yeah. whatever it is. And I said, and, and, you've got a, and you've got a more than just a local avenue too. They're like people that listen to the ABC. Sorry, it's the computer doing weird oh, right. things. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, well, there was a the uh, text message machine melting yeah. down at that criticism. Yeah, it would be. It would <laughs> be. Yeah. It was ironic. I'm, I'm on the to timing it. was yeah. amazing. Uh, it's, it's just crazy. Uh, no, I'm just turning it, everything down. Uh, now. Thinks he can get away with anything <laughs> on this show. Yeah. It, it's a great point, and um, what I would say about that is memoir is is uh, you know it's a it's a style of writing that uh, that people like to read. Some people don't really go in for memoir. Um, I guess uh, you could probably. Look at it and say, "Why do I care about that person's life?" But this one is particularly one year. Yeah, and yeah, and yeah, and, I, and I've written it with uh, some common themes in mind. So I think the, bit, the, the, the best feedback across, that I've uh, had, and I've had it multiple times, is that people think uh, that I'm writing about them. So they've said, oh, right, yeah. I enjoyed your book. It felt like you were writing about me as a 17-year-old. Well, so that was all the boys from Austin Road Jobs yeah. that said that? Yeah, yeah it was all my mates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was interesting but though. But it, it is. It could have been written yeah. about any of your mates, even to like you know, Steve's mates and my mates. Yeah. Same. Paul, that, how old are you? three-year vintage. 46. See, I'm 55 yeah. and I was hearing themes in there that remind me of going down to Franks and all the yeah. same stuff, all, yeah. all that same yeah. thing about the nightclubs, about parties, about you know, hasn't changed yeah. that much yeah. since but you know what you mean, were like, a kid. And, and you know what I mean, like it's it's it was. You're right. It's almost your story as well because yeah. it's. It, I think it was common for everybody's story. It, it was, yeah. and I was aware of that in the writing. But I I had a message from uh, a woman about my age in Swan Hill that said it felt like you were writing about Swan Hill. 
Oh, this really? Oh, have they got a leggies as well? <laughs> Everyone's got a leggies. Just oh, go to the 2 yeah. 1. Go down to the 2 1. Oh, Frankston or Swan Hill. Yeah, yeah. nice. That's yeah. good. Uh, That's and good I had another, uh, another woman from work who's a friend of mine who said that uh, she's reading all the football passages in it and she could, uh, it was really resonating with her because she used to be a ballet dancer. Yep. And so, you know, those, those themes have cut across. The gender stuff's really interesting. Um, a lot of women have, have sort of um, really appreciated it. So. Yeah, and it was pretty work. raw. Yeah. I mean, there's some of the stuff you were saying in it, and I, at the time, I was almost uncomfortable hearing it. Mm. Yeah. And I thought to myself, well, it's, it's pretty gutsy to say, because we all know that's what was going on. Yeah. We, we, like uh, the, the one where, you sex, where your mates. Where, where you, the one when your mates were up doing the, the, um, the show at the Seafood Footy Club yeah, there. The and Players Review. And that yeah. song. And, and as soon as you said, the, I'm going, oh, yeah, I've heard that song. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And I thought to myself, but like, people would avoid talking like that now. You were able well, to actually bring it, it, bring it forward yeah. and say, this is how. But we, you, it could be, you, you read that uh, you were telling it. And not approving of it almost too, though. I mean, you're saying yeah. you're saying it's how it kind of was, but it doesn't make it was right. It doesn't you know? mean it's accepted. Yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't I wasn't sitting in judgment of anyone either. I was no. You know, I was uh, the only, and these were the couple of the rules that I followed writing the book. I was the and I heard this um, great piece of advice from a memoirist in the United States that when you write a memoir, the game is rigged because you're the only one who gets to have a say. And so if you go one step further, you're the only one that really should be scrutinised. And so that's um, that's how I played it. Mm. And, um, yeah, so I wasn't sitting in judgement of anyone and I tried not to even sit in judgement of myself as a 17-year-old. I tried not to have that uh, that middle-aged guy looking over the shoulder saying, um, you know, Why did this, you do that? Yeah. Yeah. So I, I had to really um, write it through the eyes of a 17-year-old uh, obviously, I've got some some um, skerrick of wisdom now that I can look back, uh, and that is uh, I use that in the framing of the story, really in the storytelling, rather than you know laying down judgment on myself. Now, PK, just just this is a usual interruption for us. We have DZA here. He's also a regular oh. uh, on a, on a, on a, on Frothies. He's a and regular. He, he comes up here for the raffles, has a couple of beers, and then goes home again. Well, let's hope he's going home. And uh, <laughs> he lives, he's my neighbour. Anyhow, oh, right. How are you? DZA, that's PK. How are you going? Yeah. Where's your chair? Uh, just popping in. In front of the bar. He pops in and says g'day. <laughs> Usually teases a bit, then leaves. Okay. <laughs> Steals a beer. We'll check his check his pockets. Yeah. He says, "I love beer." <laughs> <laughs> That's what he says. Actually, so he won't like them. So uh, at at the ABC, we had someone that used to do that. Just walk into um, studios all the time. Oh, name and uh, shame. Red Simons. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Oh, fair uh, nigga. Just wandering. Good. Well, he'd finish his radio show at eight o'clock in the mornings, and then uh, the TV's. AC. AC oh, no. catering tonight. Good See, uh, he approves the food too. So, <laughs> except if you're a vegetarian. Yes, but we're not. I am. Are you snakes? really? Yeah. Well, you can have a snake because they're veg- But I'm off sugar too. They're vegetarian snakes. Cheese. Yeah, yeah. DZA's a vegetarian. Vegetarian, yeah. yes. Vegetarian yeah, as good. Well. Yeah. Yep. Meat's disgusting. <sighs> Meat's worth discussing, did you say? <laughs> Is that what he said? Something along those lines. <laughs> <laughs> if we only had a camera in here. <laughs> Thanks, mate. See you, Thanks, DZA. DZA. Thank you. See you, mate. Um, DZA. Uh, so did yeah, you Red, find? Did you find? Oh, it's a Red Simon's. Red Simon's. Yeah, yeah. Just go to the studio because I think he just, you know, got bored after he finished work. Can I tell you something? One thing I did not, notice. Not ready to go home. One no. thing I did notice from the uh, from the book is that all your friends were good looking. They were all handsome. 
You talk about all your is mates. That and how you say, wrote it, or is that, is that? And he was a handsome. He was. He was this. 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 And they all seem to be handsome to well, me. Well, I didn't hang around with ugly blokes. Did you? Na- <laughs> did you name them? Yeah. In the book. Yeah, I had. Uh, that Can't was wait to read it and find the, out who you said was handsome. Come that on. Was the other rule was. Um, be honest. You got. You got a choice whether you had your real name. Yep. So you, you so spoke you, to everyone. If you were a character in the book, I didn't speak to everyone. Mm. Um, there were some people I just changed their names. Yeah, right. <laughs> it wasn't worth it. Like ex-girlfriends. Yep. Uh, yeah, the, the the people I mentioned in school who I actually went to school with. Yep. As I said at the start, I changed the I've changed the names to protect the privacy of friends and acquaintances. Yeah, yeah, yeah not fair so, enough. And some of them chose their own names, so I gave them a choice and said, oh, right "What, what yeah. name do you want to be called?" But uh, you know, my best mate Adam Ray, yep. he was happy to be named, of course, and that was probably pretty critical too because he's a well, big part of it. Well, yeah, right? Part yeah, of it. It'd yeah, be like definitely. changing the name of my siblings. Well, yeah, yeah. You're well, correct. it's interesting you say that because. There's one part of the, um, the the book where you jump a fence, yeah, and uh, and a dog comes up to you and all that. No, 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 no I'm not going. Look, I'm not friendly dog, this, but I, very but friendly. It's funny the the voice you put on when you were being that person that came out and fronted you. Yeah, I thought I recognised it. Oh, did you? Yeah, I reckon I give you the initials, like a Friday Night Frothy nah, style. No, no. I can't do that. <laughs> no. <laughs> No, oh, I, cha- I changed the name of a few people. Yeah, no, that's as I said, to protect their. Privacy. I don't think you even yeah, put a name on that one actually, which I thought was. Uh, a bit no, tough. no, I probably didn't. I think I might have heard that story. So is, anyone, anyhow, is anyone <laughs> is anyone going to out of this book gonna get in trouble? No. Get like, as in, no. are, are people going to look back and go, "Yeah, I oh, know you said you've sort of." Yeah. It's how it was. You don't look down on. It. Is any and when I say trouble, I don't mean that. Are people going to read it and go, "Oh crap, I wish you didn't say that." Just uh, that sort of stuff. I don't know. I haven't, well, it's been out for a month. Yep. So haven't, I've had it, haven't had any of that I feedback yet. I, I, I don't no. think there was. Uh, I mean, I, the, I don't think that I there mean, was slug, that, that content. I don't slug know. was a well-known uh, figure in Seaford, and, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. and I rang Slug. He lives in Queensland. Yeah, now, Queensland, there, yes. And he was he was there the night we all got in a fight outside the Grand. Yep. And uh, I asked him whether he wanted to change his name. He said no. Nah, Slug no. wouldn't. No way. Happy. Yeah, I sent him a signed copy of the book. Did you get any? Did you get much? From the people you spoke to, much resistance of no, nah, yeah, change my name, don't don't say my name or any of that, or was it? Uh, no, I had to, I had one guy, one good friend of mine who was um, in the process of changing jobs, right? So he said, uh, yeah. just with today, you yeah, know, maybe so, not social yeah. media and oh, everything, yeah. and people yep. doing searches. Not that he did, he did um, anything worth yeah. condemning in the book, um, but yeah, he's really careful about it. Yeah, cool. so that's fair enough. A lot has changed, though, hasn't it? I mean, a lot, a lot has changed if, since then. If someone could pluck that, uh, pluck a scene out of the book out yeah, of context, exactly, and attach a yep. name to it and lay judgment on that person, yeah, yeah. yeah. which is the society that's we live in, too, pretty much. Yeah. yeah, that's that happens a lot. Did so. you find it um, a bit cathartic? Is that yeah. I'm, I know you've been. Oh, don't you hate it when they say words? You got no idea. You've what been wanting means. to do this for uh-huh. years, haven't you? Didn't you say pneumonic mnemic before? Or mnemonic. I think, just I think you said pneumonic. Oh, pneumonic. Pneumonic, yeah. Oh, he was talking about his power tools at yeah. home. Oh, I, pneumonic, I, I, his pneumonic I, I, power tools. But I probably tool. had it on my notes. Okay, so I can, <laughs> oh. I can spell cathartic or I can't spell pneumonic. I think there's a silent P. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, I did uh, AC. Because you've been thinking about this for a while, haven't you? Yeah, five years it took me. And basically I... Drafted and redrafted because the early drafts just weren't right. Mm-hmm. Nowhere near right. Nowhere yep. near good enough um, in the storytelling or the authenticity. Was it always going to be the one year though? Or yeah. That was always the, the, yep. the idea, yeah. That was the plan. That was the pitch. It's yeah. always – I think it would be – I mean, your memory's great because I can't rem- 
I couldn't remember that twelve months of that same period. Yeah. You know, in my life, not enough to, not That was much longer ago. Cons- consi- yes, that's right. And they're considering they called me the goldfish. I can't remember them yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, did you but have no, it? <laughs> <laughs> well, memories, memories, interesting because um, yes, I did have uh, great memories of nineteen ninety three. But I actually forgot I was on the podcast tonight until you texted me. Oh really? Earlier, so <laughs> well, there you go. Earlier, th- and so that, that earlier was <laughs> that earlier was five minutes before we started. So yes, yes. <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to talk about the memories, but I'm going to go back to the cathartic question. Okay. So um, yes, it felt good to go back. The, the main question that I wanted to answer for myself, but it wasn't. I didn't do it to um, reach some sort of um, you know uh, uh, calm or peace or anything. But I was curious as to why I sort of um, championed the, you know, the um, the Seaford Footy Club lifestyle so much. Why why I was such a, a um, why I was so keen to be one of the boys and be a, you know, um, be hard drinking, you know, yep. tough Seaford boy. The 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 question was why did I do that when I basically had the perfect role models at home with mum and dad. Yeah. So dad wasn't a drinker. Um, you know, mum was a feminist. Dad was, for all intents and purposes, a feminist as well. Yep. You know, I lived Gentleman. in a very, very um, loving and peaceful home. Yeah. Uh, I wanted for nothing and had everything, that, you know, that uh, any any sort of 15-year-old boy could want. Uh, yet here I was looking for other role models and um, and, and chasing that. So, uh, And basically the, the, I came up with the, um, the conclusion that that's just what, happens with boys you know you, you yeah. reach an age and you stop looking to try and be your dad yeah. and then you want to um you know you want to i wanted to be my brother and all his yeah. mates yep you know i wanted to, i looked up at them two years older than me and and, and I that you well you sort of had to get there you had that two levels you had sk's and his group of friends and then you had uh joe's that group as well yeah. who were also that that and that that time they were the senior older boys at the seafood footy club as yeah. well that were that age and you know we we probably look at it the same way we had them as that one and then the next level up again and exactly. you can see how it becomes a seven eight nine year um yeah. you know oh, like you say looking for that acceptance or do yeah. you want to be this person and it was a it's a real the way you put it and say that you know you you're not deliberately going outside of the home to look for that it's mm. it's what you do and yes. it's, it's just sort it's, of it's how you natural yeah it, it's it's the next step in being accepted at, as a senior when you're not a senior, you're you're still a junior, yeah. and you know, like your brother and his mates who all played senior footy at 16, 17 as well, and you guys all come through that. You sort of yeah. one minute you're a little lad, and then the next minute you're a man yeah. in a man's world, yeah. and it's yeah. a it's a big step to take. So and and there were parts of it that was that were really fun. You know, yeah, I was, um, and you were doing great role models. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. right. Um, and yeah. I was um, and and really lovely people. You know, and yep. I'm, they're still um, a lot of them are still my friends today, and yep. I'm still involved in the footy club and all the rest of it. So, um, you know, I, I admired them, and actually, a couple of those guys, um, I won't volunteer their names because um, I haven't asked them, but a couple of those guys who are in that really <laughs> in the whirlwind of, of uh, the footy club lifestyle um, sent messages to me when they saw me talking about it on TV and said, "Yeah, I feel exactly the same way mm. as you did." And those two, you know, would have would have been the the hardest drinkers. That your your anyway. age group or a bit older? No, your age group. Yeah, okay. Yeah. yeah Fair your cool. group. So um well. and it wasn't me guys. I didn't text him. <laughs> no, but but interesting. Yeah. They're guys that have now got families and are really settled and mm-hmm. um, and look back and 
And, uh, you know, as you, you were saying before, you sort of felt a bit cringy when you're reading the book. Well, yeah, they look back and they do the same thing to their lives. They, they wince a bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the other thing is we've been discussing on looking back on that sort of boys becoming men uh, period. Now, it might just be when you're 17. But really, for some people, it's from fifteen to twenty-five. Yep. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> because it's a big or, all, or more. There's a yeah. long time. Mate, of mate I've got a twenty-four-year-old son, and I think he's going to look back like that too. You know. Yeah. Like, so yeah. it takes you know, and that's nature. That's it's it's natural. You got and you got to have a rite of passage. I'm not saying that you shouldn't. In fact, I think it's really important to have a rite of passage. So um, it's it's not simple. Um, but yeah, the other discussion that we have is uh, look back at what we did, and that's you know getting in cars when uh, when the driver was drunk. Or, uh, or getting into those fights. Yeah. It was common where, in those days too, you know, but, really? but for a bit of luck, you know, you, you didn't your head, head, on the head might hit the concrete. Well, that's all mm, it is. Yeah, it's that's just right. luck. Or the car, you'd, your car you're you a passenger in going 120 kilometres an hour down a 60k street because that's what, you know, you, they that's did. what they, you're doing. Then yeah. what if it's one millimetre out in direction, it smashes into a parked car, yep. you know, and, and it's, you know, Darren Mullane Tragic. wrote about him. Mm. Yeah, uh, and his thirtieth anniversary of yeah. Uh, yeah. his death. So you look back and you go, you know what? You got to have a bit of luck to get through as well because it's a violent. And that kind of leads me to my next question too, which is, um, when you were writing it, knowing that your kids are probably going to well either read it or know about it. Yeah. So and you and you've you've told about these like the the incident at the, at the high school. Yeah, where I got expelled. Uh, we, we, yeah, where you broke into the high school. Yeah. Um, and you know it's funny because. I was trying to figure out. I, I know that I've been to that high school in my other job, yeah. and um, and caught kids. Oh, have you? <laughs> yes. Right at the and, gym. Uh, yes, in the same, basically the same area. As you were telling, it, I was thinking to myself. No, I mean, I was the guy storming in there in the dark in the middle of the night with a dog. Yeah. Um, and um, and yeah, and so it was interesting. But I thought to myself, you know, you're telling these stories, and then you got your kids. Yeah. In fact, I saw your young bloke the other day riding out uh, the older one, I think it was. Jack. Yeah, with the, some of his mates, yeah. and he's got, he's got the terrible mullet going on. Yeah, so, yeah. so same as my twenty-four-year-old. But yeah. uh, he rode past me, and I thought to myself, "Oh, that's PK's son." And I thought to myself, oh, "I wonder if he's going to throw a, um, a, a fire hydrant for a, for yeah. a window." <laughs> you know. But I mean, no, seriously though, it's y- well. you're telling this stuff, this warts and all story, really, and they listen to it. And they go, "Well, oh, hang on, Dad did it." Yeah. You know well, Jack's I mean? going to turn 16 in about three months yeah. and he rang me up tonight and I had one of those chats with him that you do. He said he wanted to, wants to stay at his mate's house tonight. And uh, I just said to him, um, yep, yeah, make sure you, you know, don't do anything silly. I'll see you in the morning. So, so do you I've, think you're I've a parent like your own parents <laughs> uh, then? I think so. And mum, <laughs> mum's attitude was always, um, you know, you've got to let people make mistakes and so because you, uh, because I think your parents sound strict. like they were the, the. I know my parents weren't like that. Well, I, <laughs> and I, can, I used to get in a bit of strife myself I too. Can to speak be honest, from experience you know, like. of PK's parents, they were very welcoming, very understanding, and they knew what we were doing as a group. It wasn't like it was one or two people. Yeah, we're just going to meet up, but we were there a lot, and we would start the night there. And mm. they never, they never looked down on us. They never said don't do it, but. In the same token, it might be a you know be careful. Just a you know a bit of a bit of the just behind, and it was always look after yourselves on the way up, boys. You know you know you know you're always welcome to go back there if you needed to, if you wanted to go there on yep. the way home, or if you didn't want to go home. So and you know you hope that we as parents are sort of offering the same haven. Yeah. And, so your yeah. house was that house then? Because when we had it was that one house. of them. <laughs> yeah, well, I think it was one of them. We went a we went a pre drinks party no, house a lot. No. but mum and dad were at that time. Um, uh, you know, Kate, our, my youngest sister, was 16. So mm. mum and dad used to go away for the weekends. You know, they'd reached a point in their life where they mm. could leave us yep. 
and um, and go away for little weekends away. And they, I think they were enjoying that part of their life. So, yeah, they'd be there'd be nights where um, where they weren't home and people would yeah. come around. Yeah. But um, yeah, the the other the really interesting thing about that for me is that my dad was the exact age mm-hmm. I am now when I was seventeen. And if I think about myself as a parent, you know, I'm having these chats with Jack now saying, look after yourself, do the right thing, you know, I'll yep. see you in the morning and, yep. and uh, leave, uh, leave him up to make choices for himself. I've got no greater insight into being a parent than, than anyone else because you get to the point where your eldest reaches that stage, you're still stumbling around in the dark as a parent. Yep. So I look back and I think, well, as a kid, I thought mum and dad probably had a a parental approach worked out mm. and this was what they were doing. Well, in fact, they were probably just sort of feeling their trying way. to get through and hoping their kids were okay yeah. and making yeah. sure that they loved us as much as they could and that if we made mistakes, like I wrote about in the book, um, they didn't, uh, you know, they, they, they disapproved of things I did but they always loved me. So, yeah, I think, per, uh, you know, parenting for teenagers, I'm just learning about it now. And I've got no idea what I'm doing. And, and uh, look, 46. And, and I don't, I don't think there's any real right or wrong way, really, is there? It's, it's yeah. every, every kid's different and every parent's like, different, you know? It's like so. that parenting show that's on at the moment, the parental guidance. And yeah. yeah. You know, everyone's there going, oh, God, thank God it yeah. was not just me. But you, it, it, it's interesting watching that show and there's all these different styles mm. and really it's about just probably just, you know, finding your finding what works for you yeah. and, and picking your battles and just like you would with a toddler, picking I think you've battles, still got yeah. to do the same yeah. with a teenager. But as you say, we, there's no rule book. We've got no, no idea what we're doing and um, you just gotta, you just got to hope that they, you know, you trust them and then they've got to trust you that if they ever get into trouble, uh, yeah, that, I that, think they, that they come to you. And I think that's sort of the line we've been going now is just, uh, you know, if you stuff up, it's okay. We, you, you can come and – we will come and get you yeah. – Anywhere, anytime, yeah. and we'll talk about it in the morning. Social, social. I've always said that to You've my kids. My kids are now twenty eight and twenty four, so but I've always said that. Yeah. And I think the screens and social media is um, that's one uh, one thing that's different now that could be a negative with with the youngsters. But having mobile phones is pretty good. Yeah. If uh, and I think we'll use we'll use that as well. If, exactly. if they get into a position where they're quite uncomfortable with what's happening around yeah. them, and and they shoot out, me a text. Bloody oath. Yeah. I'll go and pick them up. Yeah, for sure. Just get in. So we're, we're just going to try. Marcus, Marcus just sent me a message. He said he get needs a, he needs a photo. <laughs> I've left my glasses on. That's going to look really good. I've got a white but dot in front of mine. Is sitting on my button? nose. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Pico, we want to have a quick uh, break. Can, can I just yes, say go, one, go, go. one yeah. last thing, though? And mm. I, I reckon I came across this at Karen Primary School maybe with the Resilience Project. Mm. I can't remember who was the person that told me, but one of the great parental, parental advice um, or tips that I got was uh, someone said that uh, it's good and it's really healthy for kids to know their parents failed and made mistakes. Yep. And don't ignore those mistakes because yeah. Yeah. it's not good for your kids to think that um, you know perfect. Per- that perfection is something yep. that's real. So I think that I had that in mind in the book. Yeah. You know, my kids are going to read this. That makes sense now. Well, now Gus, you say I'll, that. Yeah, Gus yeah. read it. I you like know, it. I was a 13-year-old and basically yeah. came to the conclusion that I was a dickhead. Yeah. You know, and um, he wanted. Uh, he said to me after he read it. They make a movie out of this. I want to play your best friend because you're a bit of a loser. 
He wants to be. He wants to be A Ray. So I'll he go, doesn't want to be me. I'll That's great. On. He wants to be A Ray. He wants to be A Ray. Well, because I because I said how good looking he was. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> handsome, handsome. And he can and he can sing. He can yeah. play the guitar. He yeah. can do what he, he wants. Got a voice from girl. Does, Look, does guys, whatever he wants. We're going to go to a quick break. We're going to play a song. Uh, this what is song a, have you got? This is a song from the book from Funky Town. From Funky Town. Oh, so not Funky Town. No, not Funky Town. No, it's an actual song you spoke about in the book. Anyhow, we're going to play that. We'll have a quick break, and we'll be back with you shortly. Shoes and I boarded the plane Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring rain W.C. Handy Won't you look down over me Yeah, I got a first class ticket But I'm as blue as a boy can be Then I'm walking in Memphis Walking with my feet ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Saw the ghost of Elvis On Union Avenue Followed him up to the gates of Graceland And I watched him walk right through now security, they did not see him They just hovered around his tomb But there's a pretty little thing Waiting for the king Down in the jungle room When I was walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet Ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis Catfish on the table They've got gospel in the air Reverend Green Be glad to see you When you haven't got a prayer But boy you got a prayer in Memphis Every Friday at the Hollywood And they brought me down to see her And they asked me if I would Do a little number And I sang with all my might She said, tell me are you a Christian child? And I said, ma'am I am tonight Ten feet off a beam Walking in Memphis But do I really feel the way I feel Walking in Memphis I was walking with my feet Ten feet off a beam Blue 
shoes and I boarded the plane Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring rain Touched down in the land of the Delta Blues In the middle of the pouring And lace, just call Mitchell Tall. Anywhere Bayside, just call Mitchell Tall. Buy a summer house, just call Mitchell Tall. Mitchell Tall, tall, tall. Real estate, oh yeah, real little real estate. We want more. One take. That's horrible. Sorry, there listeners. You have it. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> Viewers. The, so the, true, the true artist oh, no. um, one boast about having one thing. Oh, yes, we do. Yes, <laughs> and, we do. And clap. The true artist hey, that's, don't. That's, that's all we've got. You that commercial was brought to you by uh, FNF uh, uh, advertising. advertising Agency. Yes, yeah, so if you want an ad done for your, your um, business, just come and give us a call. We can do that too, yeah. yes. Did you have to pay for copy, copyright on the song? Um, no, we we made that song up ourselves. It was, it was that yeah. out. Of, it was yes. that out of tune with absolutely zero <laughs> uh, relevance I, I to was, the original. And because he's not here, we can say it. But um, GS ha- is tone deaf too, so uh, mm. it's it's great when GS Thank, is singing. Thanks for taking yeah. the edge off um, one of the great songs of all time. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And that was your motivational song. I used to listen to that every time I played before the Stingrays games. Yeah, funny, yeah. isn't I it? I don't know why. Well, oh, I do know so why. back that far. So even when you were a kid, you listened to it. Yeah, right. Eh? 93, yeah. 17 years old. Any wonder you a, copped a bit of grief. To a Christian pop song. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, I thought you, you meant that was your senior pump up song. <laughs> No, I was not 17 years old and used to listen to yeah. that over and over again. It, it is a great song. It was the complexity. It's a great song. Me. Magnificent song. Yeah. And I, you I said you've that. copped a bit of grief. I, I don't know why you would cop grief because I, I've always loved that song. It's a ripper. People in high school. That's an in, yeah. in the car yeah. song, belting it out song. I, I like it. Yeah. yeah. I'm, still um, not, I'm still not sure what the lyrics are though. It's a good segue to... Can we just pause for a second? Because I would like to talk a bit more about the book because I've got a couple of criticisms. Oh. Criticism of the book because you yeah. know it, it can't be all glory, you know. Okay. Um, well, it can be, but no, you, you, go for it. There's a couple of things I need to ask. That about. easy to remember. You, Texting number for all you <laughs> people who don't deal with his criticism. Well, yeah, well, can, yeah, text us in. I'll actually give you his actually, address if you want. Actually, I better get the phone for you the text. It's it charging up over there. <laughs> I better get well, it. While you're getting the do phone, do I, the song lyrics while we're waiting. No, I want to ask. I do want to ask okay, a PK. You ask one question, and it's not. It's relevant to the book, obviously, in the time that he was there in, in 93. And I, I was curious because I know PK left, uh, left Seaford Footy Club to play elsewhere, uh, coach elsewhere, and had a, had a good go at it in a, in a few other places, but went back to playing coach. Did you feel – how did you feel going back to Seaford? Did you go back there to think the culture needs to change? Because was, there was mm. a gap there in the middle where things weren't great for the club yeah. in, in a lot of ways. Um, a lot of people left, a lot of the, you know, not saying good people, bad people, but a lot of people, stalwarts had left the club and, yep. and gone. And did you find that, was that sort of a bit of a motivator to get you back there? Or No, it wasn't, wasn't to go back. It was, um, 
you know, I I pretty much run my race at, at um, state league level yep. at uh, VFL at Frankston. So I played a few. Fra- I went to Queensland um, at right. the sort of turn of the century yep. for a couple of years to yep. work in um, TV. Came back in two thousand and two. I was I was pretty fit from a pre-season up there at Mount Cravat in uh, in the Queensland League. So I thought I'll have another crack at um, VFL. Yep. I didn't feel like I really ever played my best footy at, at Frankston previously because I was injured quite a bit. Mm. So I thought I'd have one last season. Um, and there were no there were no um, reserves at Frankston that time. You know, they'd scrapped the reserves, yes. so they'd, they'd be yep. fiddling with the VFL. Yeah. Anyway, towards the end of the year. Uh, the coach lost his job and the guy who took over was the runner who didn't, right. didn't fancy me as a footballer and sent me back to Seaford. Yep. So I played the last six rounds of um, 2002 at Seaford under Craig Bartley, one yep. of the legends Bartles, of the club. Yeah. And um, I, had a, I had a good time because Steve was in the team. My mm-hmm. brother was still in the team. And um, yeah, so the, that guy sacking me from Frankston basically and, and not giving me a game was the best thing. Because I, I had those six games to get a feel for playing for Seaford, which I hadn't done since not in, uh, 1993. And, yeah, the big thing around the footy club at that stage was there was Steve, who wasn't going anywhere, but he was sort of getting older, mm-hmm. and then all his mates. Um, so Alex Curley, yep. Porgy, Hibbo was still playing. So that those group of guys, um, yeah. Wes George was there. It was a really strong... Um, group of guys from sort of 29, 30, around that age That group. had been together since they were yeah. 14, yeah. 13, 14, 15, hadn't they? Yeah, yeah. so that was, that was uh, coming towards, it seemed to me, an end of an era with those guys. It was um, explained to me that um, some of the older guys were going to leave or, or just hang up the boots, basically, because it wasn't so much uh, fun for them that year. Mm. Remembering also that they'd had some years where they had to go and play against Narry Warren, Hampton Park, Dufton. That was tough footy. Yeah. And they, they... Week in, week out. That was violent footy in the late 90s. Yeah. So um, yep. they were all... And they were all tough players. So um, they were all sort of wearing battle scars through their footy careers. And, um, yeah, it was sort of uh, put to me at the end of the year, would you like to be the playing coach? Which I'd never thought about in my life. And then... Uh, Critic. Yeah, yeah. so I... Um, <laughs> there's another one. So then, uh, this is a long answer, answer nah, but, right. but people who know Seaford Footy Club will understand it was a critical time, I think. And um, anyway, so I agreed to be the playing coach and then within weeks, months, I can't remember, but really quickly, I just loved coaching. Yep. Loved it. So I was still working at Channel 10. That was during the um, still during the Underworld War. So my days were filled with um, going to um, murder scenes and funerals for gangsters. And so I was really busy. Lived, still living in the city, but every time I'd come down to coach the boys, it was just great. And I was lucky because there was another. There was a group of young players coming through. Kraska, the Kimballs, Kimballs yeah. um, Benny Cad was coming back from Frankston. And so bridging the gap of the young players and the old guys, we just did that for two years. I was sort of in the middle towards the older end. And, um, you know, we introduced a 16-year-old called Chris Irving. So that's all the footy part of it. On the other side of it, yeah, there was this really high-profile sort of um, blow-up where a couple of our players got arrested. Mm-hmm. And that was at the end of my first year. And uh, we were, there was a night before a final, actually. We are going to play Dufton the next day. So we addressed that. And then that was, once again, that was an awful period for, for those people involved. Yep. But um, they all eventually got through it and, um, you know, paid their dues and... Um, 
and the club moved into this new era of being really uh, hypersensitive to our culture. And so we made some rules, we put rules in place. Yeah, it's interesting looking back now, I was, I was at that stage 28 years old and making these rules for the entire club. Yep. Um, on 46 now, I look back and go, well, would I have done it <laughs> slightly differently if now as a, as a middle-aged man? Possibly would have, but I was really driven to um, to work with a few other good people to get Seaford back on. The, the culture top. definitely changed like at that, at, as you say, at the end of that crisis time, and it was for the yeah. club. It was it was pretty horrible. So, and that's why I asked the question because it's just not coincidence, but just the fact that you were there and then it changed, and you know now we're talking about the book and how you look back on the book as to well, yeah, those those things were. That's a great point. Um, those things around the, the sexism mm-hmm. and and the hard drinking. With, with the drinking, I, I sort of was proposing to the players that um, for a long time you were the most popular and you were the um, you know the sort of pin-up boy if you were the drunkest person in the room. Um, where I thought we had that around the wrong way. That if mm-hmm. you were th- the drunkest person in the room, maybe you, you shouldn't be the most popular yep. or your or um, some sort of benchmark. Um, so that was with the drinking. Um, How did they take that when you were su- sort of suggesting that to them? Because yeah. you've come from the other way, almost really, you know. Yeah. Like, and and some of them would have known you that way too. Oh, some some of the um, some of the supporters particularly were yeah. happy. With, I mean, I I asked them in the record. <laughs> I was writing notes in the record to them, asking them not to abuse the umpires, for instance. Mm. Yep. Um, but I never had any. I've never had anyone confront me over it. No. I just heard some people go, "Hey, those guys reckon you're, you know, you've overstepped the mark." They never said it to me and I was pretty sure I was right that if they'd stop abusing the umpires, then all of a sudden, you know, um, pretty soon we would have families would be more comfortable at the footy. So, of course. Uh, spe- and speaking from experience, I can tell you that there's those blokes don't confront you. No. They no, don't. It, it, and it, I can tell you yeah, first-hand experience from yeah, this place. Because you've yeah. never confronted anyone, have you? I've never. <laughs> no, I have never. No, no, no. It's, no, it's interesting that, you say that. But though, I don't yeah. want to sit in, in uh, heavy judgment of those those people too because it's all they had known. It was acceptable it was the way behavior. It was. Yeah. And, yeah. and until somebody or a, a group of people from within the club say that's not the way we want to do it, then how do they know? It's like yeah, parents exactly. in junior football have had to change their behaviour too exactly. and, and over the years, you know, from when we were playing to when our kids were playing. I yeah. Think. Yeah. yeah. And and with the sexism, I re- reckon that's a really big thing. So, um, I mean, I, I left when I was 17. Mm-hmm. I didn't sort of leave. You know, I was always watching Seifert and all yeah, the rest you, of it. You but, moved on. But I, yeah. Went, went I, big. Well, you went I, bigger and better. I was doing other things. So, through from 17... I was a much, um, you know, my behaviours were different at 17 than I was at 27 because I met Kim and I'd yep, settled yep. down. We were looking at having kids. And so by 17, I was much more settled. And so when, um, you know, we looked at things like social functions, which they used to call the Pleasant Sundays, for mm-hmm. instance. Yep. You know, Pleasant Sundays were the strip days on the, on the Sundays. Um, and someone has told me, I didn't know this, but someone told me that they would have maybe junior matches out, out on the field and put up uh, black Curtain. coverings over the... Um, over the windows and go ahead with these, uh, you know, with these... Gentlemen's these functions. Gentlemen's functions. Yep. And so um, I stopped those. You know, I, I, as the senior coach, I said, we're not doing that anymore. Yep. I don't know what people thought about that. No one ever said anything to me. But I used to have this rule that um, uh, I would ask myself, what would my mum think about this? But more importantly, what would my sisters think about it? Yep. Because um, Joe and Kate were, you know, not dissimilar age to me. So if I would be embarrassed to say that we were doing something at the club to tell my sisters that, 
then that was a good measuring stick for me. Or, or what would Kim, my, my girlfriend my, and future wife, what would she think about me turning up to a... Um, yes. Or even tolerating a strip day at the at the club. So, yep. yeah, those uh, things, good, yeah. those things. And I never thought about them as controversial or anything. I just thought, well, this is what we're doing. It's we're a change we need to make. We're going to change it. Otherwise, what? We're just going to be a boys' club. Yeah, boys' clubs don't prosper. No. Yeah, and no, that's the same now as it was twenty years ago. Whenever. Yep. Uh, good. Stuff. I mean, it's, a, it's across the community, isn't it? Like with the cultures, and that that you know they had to change. If you think about even the way. Yeah. I hate those posts on Facebook where they go, oh, look how tough it was in the old days and it's just people just sniping each other. Yeah. Well, there's nothing tough about that. Yeah, I mean... I mean okay. Yeah, that I, wasn't that wasn't good. That wasn't tough. <laughs> no. that, I was that at, had to change. I was at this football grand as Unbelievable. a, a nine-year-old probably working the scoreboard over here, mm. which was open to the weather and no one wanted to do it, but I used to come over gra- first thing in the morning, grab the, the, the numbers and walk over there and... Didn't it used to be over there? Oh, that was, that was a about, new one. It was about where it was. Yeah, anyhow, and um, and I remember sitting there, and it was all in brawls. Is yeah. what it was like. And yeah. I, and I still, and I remember the blokes' names. I remember because they were kind of like heroes too. Mm. Because look at these tough guys going out there and doing it. But you know, you only saw two or three blokes that played really good football. Yeah. Because. And I th- and and I think the others were probably trying to stop the blokes trying to snipe them but it, but any, almost any, in a way. Any you know, star, especially a young bloke, would would get king hit. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah, I, I it's just wrong. The, the worst the, the worst I ever saw was Seaford in the late nineties. So I was um, playing at Frankston, but I used to come watch my brother mm-hmm. and all the boys. So um, uh, there was a final. I reckon probably the worst time. Final might have been against Hampton Park. Seaford came out. It was so. Shane, were yep. you there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, Shane man. Shane Foley was. Yep. Um, Great Seaford player who went to Sandringham. I, I yeah. coached at Sandy for a year, and they said Shane Foley was the best they've ever seen. Best bloke, I see best bloke ever played AFL. I see playing at Sandy yeah. for a year. Superstar, <laughs> yeah, fellow zebra. There you go. Yeah. You, you, you're probably second best. No, no, I played, played that at that ground. I don't think so. <laughs> that is the only place uh, I've seen uh, AC play football. Uh, so. Bowie <laughs> Amateurs. I love it. Black Rock. A premiership player. At 42. Last game. You, you ran around right. on the same turf as uh, Shane oh, Axel, oh, Axel Foley. Axel Foley. Axel Foley. That, Axel Foley. The way I remember it, he played for Sandringham, okay? So that's all that matters. But that, So Foley had come back to Seaford, gun player. Yep. Jason Marsh was at Seaford, of course. You know, his, um, his nickname, nickname was Superman, also known as Marshford. You know, he was yeah. Seaford. Yeah. Uh, and they went out and um, oh, the opposition just tried to knock him out. That was game plan number one, was knock out <laughs> from, the best from players. The yeah. Yeah. And so I was watching and, you know, sometimes you watch footy and you, or even if you're, you're in a game and you'll have a bit of an all-in scuffle or whatever, uh, it's all part of it but um that day that was violent that was like that was a, that was an attack it, it was, was a plan just, it was an it attack was a planned attack yeah. yeah yeah and i think 100%. so and the safer guys didn't back down so they you know as i say in the book like wow we <laughs> we have always safer boys and um similar to other footy clubs you pride yourself on standing up and, mm, and punching up fast. for your yeah. club so yeah and for your mates and for your mate for your mate yeah but that one you know that footy through that era wasn't all that long ago, really, but gee, that was violent. That was the closest thing I've come to watching fights outside a pub, yeah. where you think to yourself, yeah, yeah. "Oh, is my is, is my uh, brother I who I love yeah. going to get really badly hurt here?" Yeah, yeah. I must admit, I played in a couple of games like that, and uh, and I'd, I remember one as a I was probably eighteen, just playing my first game of the twos for Karim, and I'm sure it was Rosebud, and I'm against this fella, and I reckon he was 107 years old. I don't know how old he, he was massive. He was a his man mountain. And, and I was in the back line. I always played in the back line. And I remember putting my elbow into his gut sort of thing at the start of the game. And he just put, looked at me and said, son, 
if you come near me again, if you do that again, I'm going to knock you out. Yeah, and like, and, and, you, so, and you believe him? Well, no, no. <laughs> Did you appreciate the warning? No, I didn't because I think no, I've got Coach. to stand. Oh, oh, <laughs> I've got to do the right thing, so I go back up, bang, oh, no. and yeah, deck deck me. Yeah. But the one thing I remember, oh, I didn't deck me. I, I got up, but the thing I remember was all the older blokes in the twos. Mm. Just came over yeah, to protect support. me because they knew I was just the eighteen, yeah. and I was, and I'm not a footballer either. So, um, you know, they came over to protect me, and that's what I really liked. And yeah. it, again, big brawl, but uh, but yeah, that was the sort of blokes that played footy there those days. I'm just going to punch you out if you get my get near me. Uh, so I was wasn't well, real clever. We had we had <laughs> the other the other actually I wrote I virtually wrote a chapter about this for Funky Town, but it was um, it's now on the on the cutting room floor as I say. Didn't make it into the book, but. Um, it was a school match, Seaford Carrum versus would have been the last year we were known as Seaford Carrum High Seaford? at Seaford versus Mount Eliza High. Um, RVL in the rooms, perhaps. Uh, You're for Seaford. Yeah, well, it was and I, yeah. AF maybe we won't name them. <laughs> yeah, I can't kicking, I, kicking doors down, perhaps. I can't remember. Well, yeah, right at the end. So the mm. the, the short story is I was in year ten, yep. and it was the senior team, and it was during school time. But we had guys who turned up from school, and it wasn't on the school ground, so they, you know, made their way to watch the game, and that was bad. That was uh, that was a big, big fight right at the end, and the Mount Eliza um, High School had to jump on their jump, in, run back into the change rooms. The game over when this brawl broke out. Ran into the change rooms. Uh, they had to back their bus up to the change rooms, so minimise the space between, you know. Like they would get evacuation um, process. Yeah, no cops or anything. Like no. you imagine today, cops yeah. would be there oh, within in five a flash. minutes. Yeah, spot on. Um, but yeah, that really crueled us because, as I said, I was in year ten. Mm-hmm. I reckon it was uh, myself and Matthew Peters hey. were Here's the Maddie. only yep. ones not in the fight because I was frightened for my life. So I was standing back uh, watching these big uh, year eleven and twelve kids punch on, and Matty Peters was. Probably a pacifist. Yeah, I, was, I would say. And for, and for such a massive he unit, he was a very chilled out guy. <laughs> yeah, correct. But I remember him just going, "I'm not, not I'm not hurt. touching anyone." No. So, um, anyway, that was bad for us because I was going into year eleven and twelve, and I've got very few memories of any games being played in senior school. I, I'd probably like to speak to the teachers about it, but so I might have got a band. We were banned, yeah. Yeah, banned, okay. yeah, yeah we were banned. Yeah. So in the book, I wrote about a, a match against John Paul College. We played in year twelve, and we were really lucky to have that. Because the other thing that was happened in those two years where we were banned from, um, I reckon other teams didn't want to play us, yeah. was um, Jeff Kennett came in and uh, made all those cuts. Remember they, and they had um, widespread... Um, That's when they got rid of Assy Tech? Yeah. So and, and you guys wouldn't have survived against Assy Tech, though. That's all I've got to say. So, um, even, I think, I think even in your toughest days, nah, I don't think you would have... Assy nah. Tech were gone. Already, were they? Yeah, they were gone already. Yeah. Was, they would have been to, I'm thinking, oh, no. 80. Uh, what was Kelly was there when they closed, so yeah, how much yeah. younger they, than you? Yeah, that was probably prior to it, but then yes. they had the amalgamation. Yeah. So Bomb Beach Kelly merged with Sassy Tech. Yep. Yeah, Kelly yeah. went to Sassy Tech. Well, that was and she was there when it closed. She had to go to Sandria. Yeah. Right. When SK and they did year 12, <laughs> yeah. I left at the end of year 11 that year. Yeah, well, Steve didn't do year 12. Oh, no, he didn't either because no. he got the... He got the he got yeah, a gas and fuel apprenticeship. That's right, gas and fuel. So him and I left at the end of year 11 and the rest of them stayed on for year 12. So that's 89, 88, 89, whatever it was, yeah. Long time. Yeah, ago. but Long anyway, time yeah, ago. all the teachers were they were on a a, um, a strike for extracurricular uh, curricular stuff. So yep. that was why um, you know it was so unusual that my literature teacher, um, in her own time, took us to watch Shakespeare, uh, a Shakespeare play. Mm. Wow. So yeah. yeah. 
Yes. All right, so let's get... Oh, Sorry, some, I can, some I can quick tell I've been talking too long. Some qu- no, no, so it's quick hard-hitting questions. my question. <laughs> quick hard-hitting questions. Alsatians, you talk about Alsatians? Did I? Yes, you talked oh. about Alsatians in the thing. And what I'll, did I say? Instead of calling them German Shepherds. They're German Shepherds, mate. And if no. you had a... Vicky Petrakis was... Uh, uh, did it edit oh. on you, or she she um, did something on your book? So I was reading at the ba- at the end. You spoke about Vicky oh. Petrakis. Uh, she uh, proofread or something, or no, no. Uh, what did I, she do? No, I mentioned her book at the end because that was a valuable resource. Oh, right. Well, re- remembering the the Frankston murder. Well, you should have spoke to her about Alsatians, German Shepherds, mate, because she did a jo- oh. she also wrote a book called The Dog Squad. Right. And uh, there is a chapter in that uh, uh, that you you probably should get have a read of because it's about a it's it's amazing people in that book. Really? That she wrote about, yes. Superheroes? Yes, yeah, superheroes, yeah, doing amazing with things. With Alsatians. Yes. Yes. Cleaners, well, with, with what's German Shepherds. What's the difference between Alsatians? Uh, what's the difference, Alsatians and German Shepherds? No, well, they, they called it. One speaks German, the other one is Belgian. No, what had happened was <laughs> during the war, they didn't want to call them German Shepherds because everyone didn't want to call right. anything German. Yeah. So they made the name Alsatians. But it only lasted for a little while. I was really surprised to hear uh, the word Alsatians. Alsatians uh, were more narrow and no, narrowest. No, no, that's what happened. had a bloody little moustache. My my explanation for that is that when I was researching that part of the book, I read all of the um, read and reread all of the different um, Frankston Standard and Frankston Independent oh, right um, eh? newspapers. Yeah. And I must have called them Alsatians there. So they I probably did. Yeah. So, so I went with it. Not not uh, okay, not no, knowing so or really if I had a caring too book, much I would have about <laughs> German <laughs> shepherds. I tell you what, if I had a proofread the book, that would have been fixed. <laughs> and the other thing I want to ask you about is that there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a statement Just you use about criticism. Uh, no, no, it's not criticism. <laughs> this is. Huntsman, come sen- back. Huntsman sensing a storm. You talk in one stage. You say about something yeah. about. Uh, no, I don't understand. What what is that? You didn't understand. Is that, that like ants when the ants go crazy when there's a storm coming and that sort of thing? Is that sort of same thing Dogs. you're talking about? When when do you see Huntsman in the um, in the corner uh, of the room? I, I, Up on I, the ceiling. I, I, I must admit, I haven't seen a Huntsman for ages. But um, when there's a storm, I don't know. Is that right? Yeah. I reckon you might have seen one about uh, well a if two you day, looked a day ago. As your neck okay? You, yeah. you look up. Yeah. <laughs> Good on you. <laughs> None in the room here. But um, no, Ooh. Huntsman come out before storms. Is that right? Well, I yeah. well that there's something you know. I, I, no, I figured that's what it was, but I thought I'd never heard that before. So little good. umbrellas. Okay. I was I was still drinking heavily while I was writing the book as well. <laughs> it was COVID. Look, I see I would see Huntsman everywhere. Um, I've got something else I want to talk to you about, which yeah. is aside from the book. But let's just we, we may just what finish. About the, what about the police interviews? Do you want to speak about the? No. With all the processes. No, it sounds in. like you got looked after. <laughs> it sounds to me like you got looked after in the old Chelsea police station. So uh, you get the right person there. We have some a, good people down there. You've you got What's any, any uh, boys in blue that's listened to the show from the old Chelsea police station? Probably days? not from those days, no. Uh, no. Do you ever remember no. a guy called Mike McInerney? Yes, I do. I knew you knew Mike McInerney. He was the senior sergeant there. He was, yeah. So he, he's been there a long time because he was there when I was, and I've been, well, I've been 32 years now, so, oh, as a kennel cleaner, sorry, as a kennel cleaner. Yeah, right. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, as, uh, so Mike McInerney was, um, I didn't meet him when I got arrested, but uh, he was a senior sergeant, obviously, and yep. he, he oversaw whether or not I would get charged, and I didn't get charged with anything at the end, so, uh, but then. Mike was a nice fellow, actually. About three or four years later, mm. I was working for the local paper, which took in the Chelsea area, yep. and every Friday I have to go get the police snippets from the senior sergeant, and he's. Sort of thought, oh, are you familiar? And then we talked about it, and uh, yeah. So um, then he sort of uh, did. He remember he you? Me. Yeah, he yeah, knew. He, he knew. said in the book he did, but I wonder whether he actually did. You know, no, like, he did. He did. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, isn't it? yeah. Yeah, he said I remember that, and um, and he actually remembered the discussions he had with the school about it. But he re- but he recognised well, you as just a, a probably a kid that's just stuffed up. You need a second chance. Just yeah, yeah that's it. Well, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think I like, I like that. I'm, 
I might I might have done the similar things myself, not at that level. I you think know? we were on the like tail end of that. Court people our, and our our era of kids growing up. I think we were on the tail end of um kick up the bum, a kick up the bum, a clip yeah. over the ear, a crush if you can, and tip it down the gutter and yep. get home. Yeah. Whereas now it's not like that. Oh, anymore. there's look there's as much. I'd, I'd say there's a few around still like that, but it's a different yeah, era. I hope so a different era of policing these the, days. Like, yeah. yeah, I think the difference in difference of era in policing is the fact that back then. We didn't talk back to him. We didn't probably well, try to fight. Yeah, that's right. We didn't it try and run depends. them over. It, always it depends was a different respect. There was a different respect. Yep. It yeah. depends yeah. on your and response. Uh, yeah. And look, from from my um, and a lot more pressure on police today. Is be- there? Because yeah. I do oh, clean yeah. kennels for the police, I talk to them a bit, and um, they uh, tell me that uh, in the old days, even the crooks had a different respect for the police yeah. too, you know, yeah. like, yeah, they, they might have a fight with you, but they knew when to say, hey, I've had enough boss, so, okay, well, let's go, I'll go with you now, yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. You, you had to have that fight with them. I'm yeah. going to resist, but yeah. I'm not going to actually try and kill you. No, that's exactly all right. Mm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so now, look, it was, no, I really good. enjoyed the book, really enjoyed Thank the book. And I can't I, um, wait for the big and fat guy did. in the red suit to drop mine off. Oh, yeah. What's that? Yeah. You what? You the ordered? big fat guy in the red suit. To drop what off? To drop my book off. The book tell off. Us, oh, tell, right. um, right. tell Santa by any means that uh, if, you, if you need the book signed. Oh, yeah. We know someone. We can organise that. It's worth that. so we'll much more when it's yeah. signed. It absolutely. The so author hasn't moved far, gonna, far away from Seba. <laughs> it's not going to be worth anything. What about Look, the audio book? Where does he kept. sign? He <laughs> signed <laughs> well, your chest? Yeah, I'll just get a tattoo. I'll just get a tattoo with his signature. I'll just get you to sign my arm and I'll go get a tattoo. All right. I'm just going to write the word Alsatian. What does it say? What does it say? It's Chinese for German Shepherd. <laughs> what is it inappropriate? What a, no, no, it's not. It's just one of those things. It's one of my pet hates. <laughs> just, oh, pet hates. See what you did there. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what, a what I was going to say, though, is that when I, when I finished the book, I thought to myself, I think everybody would like to be able to write about – I think I, I think – Everybody's got a story. Yeah. Yeah. And everybody has this. And it might not be 12 months. It might be, you know, 10 years of it. But I think everyone's got a story. And everyone would be lo- we'd love to be able to write a book like mm. that about themselves. You've got an but unbelievable uh, story, I, are you? You just can't remember it. Well, I can tell you something. I have tried <laughs> to write. Down. I've had. I've tried to write my memoirs. Yeah. And I just can't do it. I just I, I just don't have that ability to do that. And I've tried. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> so what I would like to say is you've done a really good job of it. It's, wow. uh, no, it is. It's it's really well written and I think people would read it and say, I wish uh, I could write like that about my own yeah. life too. And um, yeah, no, it was it was really good. Thank you very much. Yeah, you're very generous. And um but the other thing, and I thought about this too, I am able to write this book because of uh, you know various uh, privileges I have now as a journalist and someone who's been on TV. Uh, also, that's my that's my trade. Yep. You know, I could not build a fr- I couldn't build a fence, for instance. And, I built uh, a fence the other day. Have you noticed the Facebook page? <laughs> the Frothy's Facebook page actually had me repairing a fence, a fence and I got a slab of beer for it. So, so it's very worthwhile. Um, <laughs> so a lot of things that I can't do, I, I can I can write my own story. But it, it occurred to me that uh, people are telling their own stories every day. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, that's what Instagram stories is, or um, or people posting on Friday Facebook. And, and look, and people I think are, <laughs> but yeah, pod, well, podcasts, podcasts or whatever yeah, you want. Like. People on. are telling their stories, and they should tell their stories. Yeah. And and book form is is just one way of doing it. Yeah. So. And I, look, I, I think look, for those that aren't Instagrammers and everything else, it might be sitting around. Having a beer with Talking, your mates yeah. and having a chat, and you tell on about those stories. Oh, I remember that time There's when. Nothing better than you know, worries. Like, yeah, worries I know worries. Yeah, yeah, that's worries right. Worries are the best. No, it's it's great. So uh, look, that, that is an ancient form of storytelling that mm-hmm. should look, never be lost. What we're going to do is going to go to another ad because they're so good. These good ads. Do you have to? Uh, if I'm if I'm going to stay for a little while, do I need a, a 
to be warned on what you're going to do? Or no, no. no it's, we just talk rubbish. So okay. you've, got, you've got a seat I think in your pants, haven't you? You worked at the ABC. You'd be good at talking by, rubbish. So um, we'll put a, we'll put a quick I've add got on. I've actually got notes that we haven't gone to yet. <laughs> so he's got notes. You still haven't talked yeah. about Kirtley Beale Street. I, I, no, I can't I w- get there. I want to. I want to. Um, I want to place the. Hang on, I just want to. It's the rundown sheet. The frothies. The frothy. The frothies people out there would frothies. Have you got a funky town song? This is just when Wendy Matthews the day you went away. No, I haven't got that. No, no, you didn't have that one before. Game, did you? <laughs> <laughs> I had that one after a particular heartbreak, but oh. we finished talking about the book. Oh, so we have, so yes. We've got a special guest. No, we're always hey, Ray, hey, Ray's come in to sing PK's <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just, just for PK's information, this is our, this is our uh, IGA ad that we did years ago. So we'll put that one on and then we'll, we'll come back. Oi, 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 oi. IGA is shopping nice. IGA, where the price is right. Seaford North IGA, for your groceries and liquor. IGA Express, there's nothing quicker. Come on, Freddy's Kitchen in Station Street for a coffee and something nice to eat. Yeah, the pizzas are great. In fact, all the food rates down at Freddy's. Caram Station Street. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. Come on, come on, come on, down to Freddy's now. It's a pizza. It's a mystic pizza. Don't worry about a thing. Because Atticus Health will make you feel all right. Don't worry about a thing Cause Atticus Health will make you feel alright If you got a tummy ache Or you don't feel right Or if you have a nasty rash Keeping you up at night Don't worry about a thing Don't worry Cause Atticus help will make you feel alright. <laughs> Radio Karam, don't worry about a thing. Cause Atticus says we'll make you feel alright. There you go. There you go. They are pretty horrible. Marcus loves them. I don't know why. I think we should redo them. Have a second take. We should have a second take on one of them. Do you know what? I don't think we can get better than that. That's the sad thing. <laughs> You're probably I don't right. Think, I, I don't think we can I don't think improve. anyone believes it would be more than one take. So I don't think we have to specify that. <laughs> You're probably right. You're thing. probably right. The, believe it or not, that was only one take. Have the business come up with some sort of measurement to find out whether it's driving you business? Well, uh, that's, that's the first time they've been on. I'd say the property okay. values at Mitchell Tor Real Estate are going up tomorrow. The auctions tomorrow, I, they'll I have 10,000 more, more, 10, more people. I heard they've oh, okay. just <laughs> actually built another Patterson Lakes Big, just yeah. to accommodate For all the, of the uh, extra uh, houses. They're going to have to sell, yes. Very good. They're going to buy them from Brighton and move in the paddock. Well, they sponsor the cricket club. so They do. And they sponsor, the a, oh. they sponsor a few of the clubs around the place, so they do a good job. They're so pretty good. They're pretty good. And, Sean, they, and Sean, they, Sean. they jumped on Karen to, um, some radio camera when I asked them oh, to. So, good. yeah, that's really good. Yep. Good so. stuff. Right. Anyhow, AC, big, big you've got the notes. The Come on. Club. You can bring something up now. Come on. Talk get, about something, will you? Do you guys get text messages from um, your partners to get you to take stuff home, like um, cornflakes and milk? 
Yeah. Oh, cornflakes. Usually, yeah, sometimes. Usually, yeah. I you get should one. send a text back saying, "What did you do all day?" Can you swing past? That's what I like to do. I like that. That's why he's always got black eyes because that's how he responds. No, that's, no, it's just uh, from AC who just said, when when you at Frothy's lovely. Oh. Yeah. oh. That's, how, that's how he speaks yeah, to me. Yeah, good oh, Good, good, good. Because yeah. he's, he's with Jack. They're all together. Yeah, yeah, they're all together. I've got to tell you, that our texting line's been going crazy, but oh, I, I, we, we haven't really got put the competition on just beyond beyond account. We're ready to go. No, no, it's all right. That's what I did before. No, no, that wasn't it, though. That's not the sound effect. Oh, have you got the sound effect? It's got the sound effect you've got to do, yes. Warn me when you're going to interrupt. Hey, don't eat eat PK's um, carrots. He's the only one that's allowed to eat. He's the only thing he's allowed to eat. We can eat the cabana. There's no meat We've got a lovely cheese platter. (laughs) That's true. (laughs) Sorry, I see. Go out. Now, walking in Memphis, that was going to be my segue about 15 minutes ago. (laughs) Uh, Love that song. PK, I, I don't know about before a footy game, but it. I'm it not going to hang it on you. It, up, it was, wasn't it? It was awesome. It was just great. Yeah, the piano. It's great does to it, hear it. Does it speak to your spirituality or your religion? It does a bit. Catfish of. on the table. That sort of stuff <laughs> takes me back to <laughs> Tennessee. Yeah. Um, oh, no, the, 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 the song lyrics. The song lyrics. I, I, it, there's been a couple, and our family is responsible. Uh, ST <laughs> knows for a lot of them, and we're, we're not good. And led led by Dad. This oh, this is one I remember. Oh. Well, this this, this one was an in excess one from this week because I started singing it. Mm. It was uh, Mystify Me. Oh, you sent me that, didn't you? Or did you put that on the page? I thought for many, many years, Mr. Fine Year. Mr. Fine Year. Mr. Fine, Mr. Fine Year. And I thought very Almost. 2020, 2021. It was Mr. Fine. <laughs> we did Mr. Fine Year. <laughs> we uh but this one's a beauty. Oh, Mr. Fine. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so obviously, I thought it was. Is it Mr. Vine? Oh, this is even more oh, hilarious. So no better. one knows. So what is it? Isn't it Mystify Me? Mystify. Yeah, Mystify Me. Oh, I thought it was about a woman called Mystify. I thought it was Mystify. <laughs> I thought it was Mystify <laughs> Man. Mystify Man. Yeah. Well, I've heard people sing Mystify Meal ah. as well. Freud, Freudian slip. Everything. Yeah, that's Mystified all of us. Loose wheel. <laughs> 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 well, that's another one. But this is uh, this is AC, and I told this one to ST. This is one of the best. We had a lot of campfires. Anything to do with sunglasses? Yeah. A lot, oh. lot of campfires. <laughs> it took you about half an hour to work it out. Uh, so, you know, obviously COVID, you have a, we've been out the back having a few fires, which has been awesome. But the, um, the campfire hurricane was one that he came up with. Mm. Have you, got, have you got any Camp idea fire, what... Hurricane. Campfire, well, hurricane. No, see, my first oh, yeah. one... Does that help? My <laughs> first one was um, does help. campfire hurricane. I actually, you know, I was caught in a campfire hurricane. I thought it might have been Bob Dylan. That was my first thought. <laughs> Yours was, it was a brilliant response. Which I gave you that. But then, yeah, once you explained it, that was, uh, yeah, that was... Yeah, no, it's good. And so whenever that comes on, little JC and AC, so go, listen, see, it does. It it, it does sound a little bit. Even JT, because of course I told him straight away what it was, and he he loves it too. He thinks that, you know, there should be more of it. I'm happy with the campfire. I don't know where we got the hurricane from. I don't know where we got the hurricane from, but it's. It's funny. It, it, and some once mistaken it, though, lyrics are better than the real. Oh, ones. they and they Fantastic. should be too. Like yeah. some of the ones that we've obviously uh, invented over the journey. Oh, werewolf. Oh, werewolf. Oh, werewolf. <laughs> yeah. But um, what was the other I've one? I've got plenty. The BK, poison sunglasses. Really I was trying to read that before he stole my phone. Uh, <laughs> Just going to ring sunglasses. RW. I have to get it back now. Um, what about cheap wine and three-legged goats? Three-legged uh, three, goats. Three dead goats. <laughs> yeah. Alex, Alex we, we the were Seal. We karaoke one time. And Alex we, the uh, Seal. We, there was a different one, remember? Oh, was remember it? the one with um, the pina colada song? Oh. 
<laughs> Can I say this peanut, one though? Peanut coladas. The, the, the Jew suffocate. Oh, <laughs> yeah. June's on the June, cape. The Jew. The Jew. I said <laughs> D. Jew suffocate. No, June. June. June suffocate. No, no, no. The, the actual word is June's on the cape. And it yeah, was, was, was Jew suffocate. Jew suffocate. <laughs> oh. Made no sense. Just throw us for a warning on whether I should stay or not. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there's, there's been lots. He won't answer it because he doesn't know the number. Who are you ringing? Okay. We're ringing our beer aficionado. Oh. This is the guy who actually guess. knows have you got, something have you got about any more there? Um, no, that was that was, that was about it for oh, me. Really? I was hoping that there oh, was going to be a few on Facebook. Well, yeah, well, trying to get a little bit of no excitement throughout the week. I've got I a few questions. Well, what's this all about? We could have. It's this Friday night Friday <laughs> that was, thing. That was How long have you been your, doing this? From your missus and your kids. Yeah. This is where I go every second week. Oh, we've got. Here we go. Have we got him? Have we got yeah, RW? Do you know what you're doing? Oh, give me that's ten feet <laughs> off. A, ten feet off a beer, though. Yeah, ten feet off. We brought this up. Ten feet off and on. Beal, because Beal still was Beal Street. Yeah, Beale Street. Yeah. Memphis. Discussion around '93 about what that meant. It was. It, it was Beal Street. None it, of us had been. Yeah, is he there? So it yeah, was. Okay. Uh, yeah, it was a tough one to work out what they were saying at the time, wasn't it? Well, I went. Most just, Aussies wouldn't have known what it was. Nah, I'm just trying about. to think when I was in there. When did we even go there? '99, I think I was there. So I wouldn't have. Yeah, I probably didn't like the song then. I made a lot of money out there. of it. To Beale Street. Yeah. yeah, I've been to Beale oh, Street. Awesome. Yeah, went through Memphis and we we did all That's that. That's good. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah. Loved it. Just, yeah, very, uh, I don't know what the word I'd probably use now. It was, it was deep. Yeah. Like, Soulful. Yeah. Thank oh, you. There yeah, it is. There yeah, That's why you write the deep. books and I just bloody sit here. <laughs> Soulful. Yeah, so no, you would write deep in the book, everyone would go, what's nah, he talking about? Even, Soulful. You know, little stuff that you, you wouldn't have even, um, or that we didn't know about. You yeah. didn't know about it. And not just to do with the music scene, but just Beale Street in general was actually a ripper. There was a, just a, quickly get in a little hardware store in Beale Street that's been there for 200,000 years and it's been there forever and it's a genuine old school hardware you go and the shelves are wooden and it's got their little bloody slots and you can buy stuff and I had to buy a pencil I bought a bloody carpenter's pencil because I just felt like I needed to buy it I need to yeah never done carpentry in his life nah Nah. I've never laid carpet mate I didn't need to do (laughs) carpentry right we're gonna we're gonna introduce uh, RW RW there can you hear us Lads. Hey, hey. Uh, RW, we've got a guest in today. We've got PK, so... Uh, first guest. He's a fir- ripper. First guest, yes. Uh, PK. How are you? <laughs> mate, good, mate, good. Please excuse Thanks me. Thanks for having me this week, boys. No, that's right. We didn't forget you last time. Yes, he did. Yeah, um, okay, we did. Yeah, we forgot you did. You. Yeah, yeah, we forgot did. to ring him. We, 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 we didn't ring him. That's forgetting. We, yeah, well, okay, righto. So, <laughs> RW... RW segment just thrown onto the scrap heap. <laughs> no, it's right. back, mate. You're back, RW. <laughs> it hasn't got legs. And and it, and he's got... The RW stands for uh, Research Wizard because I understand he's been putting a fair bit of work into his beer research for us. Well, yeah, I said I've got about 20 reviews, but I won't go through them all tonight. Oh, really? But, um, oh, that's a shame. Go no, on, no, give, no, us, no, give us a couple at least, will you? We we'll, haven't got we'll the time because AA so was starstruck. What's, what PK. are your favourite two? Oh, oh, I did um, just in time for Halloween, which would have been last episode if I had been on. Oh, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> you just can't let that go, that's can you? last time you mentioned that. <laughs> Don't mention the war. <laughs> But uh, no, so uh, I had a pumpkin ale for the first time. Um, so they're they're quite big over in the states, the pumpkin beers. Just around Halloween, RW, or this is yeah, just around Halloween, mate. I thought I'd try it. Wow. There was a couple out there, so a big shout out again to you know Tower Hall IGA and 
the hop shop. Um, so I had. Uh, I had and you I might have a bit RW of a lur- sponsor. RW might have a bit of a lurk at the hop shop. I can tell you. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you about it another sponsor. time. <laughs> work sponsor, work sponsor, a work so. sponsor. Yes, yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I had the. Uh, it was from the Bright Brewery. So here in Victoria, up in Bright. Um, yeah, it wasn't a bad drop. I was expect. I didn't really. I don't know what I was expecting from the drop, but um, pumpkin soup. It's it was like a you had the a touch of sweetness from the um the roast. You know how you have roast pumpkin and you know your roast dinners and that. It had yes. a hint of that, but nothing. It didn't taste like pumpkin or anything, but it had your your spices, a hint of clove, and and that sort of thing. It was actually quite a nice drop. How so. was the mouth feel? The mouth feel. Um, Touch on the sweet side, mate. But okay, was very good. good yes. That's, that's, <laughs> see, uh, PK is looking at me. That's uh, one of his usual words. He said the mouthfeel was like the this. Mouth he, feel. He's a bit of an mm. expert where we just know what we like. Nah, he nah, actually just an tastes enthusiast, it. mate. Yeah, he just tastes an it. enthusiast. <laughs> right. That's good. As long as you only use that term in context. Yeah. <laughs> yes. And so, what's the other one you had? Uh, I was going to do the, and you've had this as well, AA, the, um, the best beer from Beersel. In Seaford. Oh, the the fest beer has been great, hasn't it? It's just a it's a cracking drop. I actually we uh, we were there this afternoon and spoke with Ben, and he's only got two kegs left of it. Righto. So he's not going to bring it the, out. Ben's again. the brewer down at um, Better, get, in, better yes. get down there for a couple of growlers, boys. It's a it's a beer they did for Oktoberfest. And we uh, had it the other yeah, week. we had it last we week. Had yeah, it. actually, we bought we it. Had in. it last we did. week yeah. when RW didn't show up. Yeah, and um, is it was that the Echo Show? Maybe. Yeah, it yeah, been, yeah, maybe. Echo show. That show yeah. went to the scrap. That's a bit like your, some of the parts of your book, PK. Yeah. It went to the scrap yeah. because we could not get rid of the echo. <laughs> so, but yeah, we did. We did have that here, and so the boys have so tried is that, it. Is that place in uh, near Hartnett near Drive? Hartnett Drive. Yeah, yeah. yeah just I think they might sponsor. Do they sponsor the Seaford Footy Club? Possibly. I don't know. Maybe. Don't yeah. Well, uh, the the fellow that the owns it is uh, played some games for the Carrum Cowboys. So. Oh, excellent. Yeah. So, and yeah, so it's a ripper, isn't it, mate? Yeah, what did your boys think of it? Like, did you, very, very smooth drop, isn't it? Five and a half, I think. Oh, it was a lot. the one with the glass? It was velvet. It was yeah, velvety. Yeah. Uh, w, I thought. When oh, we were drinking mouthfeel. It. Yeah, Love the mouthfeel. Yeah, That's it. it. Yes. Very velvety. Um, <laughs> there was no. Biscuity. Yeah, there was no. Um, it wasn't a lot of effervescence in it. It was quite smooth. <laughs> effervescence. <laughs> it wasn't like drinking a fizzy beer. It was actually quite smooth. A bit caramelly, even. I can't yes, remember. Yeah, biscuity, biscuity, biscuity. It's, it's like yeah. a, it's a Marzen style, so it's a, it's like an amber lager. It's yep. a, it's a beautiful drop. Yeah. So yeah, unfortunately, really it's not coming back until October next year. So, so if you need some, you need to get down the next couple of days and fill up those, fill up those growlers in the side alleyway. Well, you can you can go in there now. So <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. You don't have to drink down the alleyway. Anymore. Takes away the prestige, guys. And RW, is it is it is? Do you have a some some sort of custom or tip for people on how to um, reach the um, the great tastes of these beers? Do you, do you sort of have it in your mouth for a long time, or do I've you, got to come up with some new words, mm, don't I? Do you sort of swish it from cheek to cheek, or some wine style? Hmm. Well, you can do the Friday Night Frothies version. We have the three sip rule. Yeah. You've got to have three sips. So you have the first sip, you, you might not judge like it. it. Okay, yeah, well, there you go. That's so you have good. the second sip and the third sip. And then the third sip, you sometimes go, yeah, you know what? That's all right. That's that the tip yeah. I was after, yeah. There yeah. you go. It works for us. Sorry, RW, I just stole your thunder, but anyhow. 
No, no, not Bruce right. Sips just, to finish yeah, the camp. Yeah, I've just got to come up. As no. I said, I've got to come <laughs> no, up. We've already covered that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so that's your job. Of, that's your job for the next show, mate. Is to uh, is to come up with some uh, more creative words for the the flavors or some better terminology, yeah, creative oh, words, yeah. whatever. You Quick shout out uh, before we uh, cut you off, RW. We um, you got a big weekend this weekend playing in Division One. Look in out. the bowls yes, alongside yourself, AA. Just jumping the hint there. Oh. And um, the Thailand kid who's listening yeah, in the, his the shower, Thailand that's kid. the only place Somewhere where he can get reception. And I was going to mention, I was going to mention, we, we, in the bowls where we call RW Candles, because he always gets wicks. Oh, yeah, he's nice. a wick man, and uh, it's, it's hard Johnny, goddamn on, work to be so accurate. So <laughs> you know. <laughs> so yeah, the boys are in Division One, and that's um, that's uh, three steps up from where we played last year. So it's a big step up, and so we're having our first game. Ryan so. McGuire not in that. Uh, no, now? Ryan's at Cheltenham now, and oh. he's in um, he's in divi- that same division. Okay. Yes, oh. but he's with Cheltenham. We're oh. at Keysborough, and right. we're in that. They, uh, they move around a bit. They yeah. chase the money. It's all oh, yeah, where the money is. It's like footy. You know, it's like. It's like footy, you know, you just go where the money is. Big A never played for money. (laughs) Yeah. It's been the silly season in footy. I know exactly what you're talking about. Here you go. So anyhow, RWL, thanks very much for that. We didn't forget you. And thanks for holding out for us. We went a bit longer than we thought. um, He's our favourite bowler, but we're biased. Yeah. yeah, always oh, got time for you. You're getting jack of it, mate. <laughs> and you're kidding yourself. <laughs> Get out of the gutter. Mate, I'm going to hang up oh. on you before uh, they keep going. Because <laughs> no, he can't keep good. up. Have up. a good night, mate. Yeah, cheers, Ian. Thanks, mate. See you, Cheers. Bye. See you, mate. There you go. RW. Oh, good to have him back. He's a ledge. Big shout out to Grandma too for looking after him last week when we didn't ring him. <laughs> I know. He went to his grandma's birthday, so I'm going to interrupt grandma's birthday. Uh, Anyhow, then he got out of the birthday, was in the car with his family on the way home and he had it on the speakerphone ready to, for us to call him and said to him, now if they, if they ring, you're going to have to be quiet. Yeah. We didn't ring. We uh, forgot. We just forgot. After the poison sunglasses on vacation, that's what I got sent. That's your message. Angus latest lyrics update challenge. After the poison, I can't keep up because he vacation. does it every week. And then you, <laughs> and then you what? followed it straight up with campfire hurricane. And I said, "Boys of summer." <laughs> I, don't, I can't remember that first one. Ah, uh, me either. It's it was great. in September. Oh. <laughs> it was a long time ago. Yeah, I could look through all the messages and find them, but yeah, most so, of them are, are the lyrics. I want to. Whoa! Don't want to sing that loud. I want to actually ask a question from. The panel, or actually ask a question to the panel, get an honest answer. And we talked about it. We sort of touched on it with PK with his book and about having that conversation with your 16, 17-year-olds and giving them the right tools and how to cope with going out and whatnot. And that that moment where you think they asked the question that you just go, yep, I've got through to him because he's asking the right question. Yep. So topic in point is this Saturday night, JT's going to a mate's place. Because he's finishing school next week, the mate. has two of them that are finishing up. Uh, they're allowed to have a few drinks. That's great. The boys want to get this stuff. And told me what they wanted to get. And I said, no, what do you... They want to buy the, you know, the fizzy drinks, the... I'll say the Ruskies. I'll say the Ruskies or whatever. It's similar to that sort of stuff. Girly drinks. A, yeah, well, no, this one isn't. It's a... It's a uh, six point something percent lemon infused okay. something. <gasps> negative one nine six. Is it called nineteen ninety six or something? Yeah, like yeah there's something in my so fridge. I said, I said, why do they want it? Why do they want that? Oh, it's just the thing at the moment. I said, well, have we looked at? Have we actually investigated this? Because f- they wanted to buy twenty of them because they come in. <laughs> apparently, they come in a party pack of 
maybe it's ten or twenty. Uh, it might be ten. They come in a pack of ten. Might be ten. So we want to buy. We want to buy two of those. There's six of us. We're going to get three each, and there'll be two left over. So okay, that's all right. So six, you know, three of them. I'm, I'm happy with him having three drinks, and the boys are okay. Six percent. Six point. Four percent, whatever yeah, it is. Yeah, it's a big. It's a big but three hundred and three hundred and thirty-five mil cans or whatever that is. So the smaller cans, oh. the grenades. So my thought was, have you done your have you done your research? UDLs, three seventy-five mil can. Four, yeah, but they're only four point two percent. I go, yeah, but there's three hundred and seventy-five mils in the can. You're not going to drink it as fast because there's more. It's not going to be. Oh yeah, you're right. Went through, went back to the boys. So I've talked them into and buying a slab of UDLs for five or seven bucks cheaper than twenty <laughs> of these bloody Japanese drinks. Saving the money. So JT comes back and says, "Yeah, I like that idea. I'll put it on the boys." So they go, "The boys, yeah, yeah, yeah." Today I get a message. Uh, it looks like we're doing BYO because no one else is on board anymore. Oh. They want to go back to this other stuff. My question is, how far do you go to try and encourage them to make that choice of buying a? Lower alcohol drink, whether it's beer, wine, soft drink, spirits, buddy, whatever you want. Do you try and talk them out of it completely and give them, you know, say, no, nah, you're not having that. You've got to drink beer. I don't care if you don't like the taste because I know you won't drink it anymore. Or do you pander to their whims and say, no, no, you can have that stuff and you can buy three drinks and waste your money on something. Trying to give them the, you know, the initiative to actually be wise. One, not spend as much money, not get off your bloody chops. They know they're only allowed to have three or four drinks. How, how far do we go convincing them? Or do we just let them do it, do what they want? You're not, you're not quite there. You're there. You're, you're nearly at that. Uh, you're young well, fellas. No, our boys are the same, boys the same well, age, aren't they? Yeah, that's true. So. But, we're, but we're not, we know that there are some of their mates who are probably dabbling Doing already. already. Oh, probably, yeah. Um, but my, I don't uh, know how but, far, but... But SK's boys are that age, so I talked to him yeah. about this sort of stuff. Mm. Yeah, okay, yeah, true, they are, yes. Yeah. My, my feeling would be if they want to uh, drink what everyone else is drinking and they and they can only... and they only have three or four of them or whatever, mm-hmm. then that's a win, isn't it? I would have thought so, yeah. yeah. So we, That yeah. seems like a win to me because um, if they're responsible enough just to have a couple of those drinks, well... And stop. The key is if they stop. Yeah. And you probably have to give them that rope. Yeah. That's the problem, isn't it? And well, that not was the problem. That, that's the risk. You go, yep, we're, we're okay with you having three. And then whether they have three, four, five. The problem is we, we never had 6% of anything. No. If you wanted to go that next level, you were drinking something. A out slab. Of, you were drinking rocket fuel or you were drinking out of a, yeah. out of mm. the bottle, weren't you? A Jim Beam bottle or something yeah. like that, yeah. And which, which was you obviously do. you were going to – if you did that, you were – yeah. Oh, you couldn't afford it most times, or you you're, you would be getting your stomach pumped probably. Yeah, sleep in someone's garden possibly. Oh, we used to have but cheap. Yeah, used to buy cheap scotch for twenty five bucks. Yeah. Brand, brand of Eno, you could find yeah, it. There was all sorts of that stuff. So yeah, yeah I reckon that's a win if they. Well, that was and that you know I said earlier I said that when they ask you that question back and you sort of go yeah okay I've gotten through because yeah. that, that was at the and that that was when he said and he asked the question he said so they're doing BYO, I'm still on board for the UDLs. One, because he wants to save four dollars yep. at seventeen. Two, he knows he can have four drinks now. Seven, yeah, I know. <laughs> he can have four drinks now over the period of Stretch a few hours, yep. rather than three drinks. Possibly drink the first one really quick because you will. Yeah. The second one might be a little bit, and then th- but you've got four drinks to drag it out. So, and I was sort of sitting at the other end of the dinner table when he when he asked, and I just went, yeah, I think, and I actually even looked at Mrs. St, and I sort of went, gave her the wink, gave her, and I thought, I've I've actually gotten through. Without saying no, I didn't tell him he couldn't. 
didn't tell him that he had to do it my way. I just gave him the options, and yeah. then when he came back to me, so I thought I was I was happy with it, happy with the result. As I say, yeah, it was I would a win. Say if you're having that conversation, I don't know if uh, my boy in a couple of years will even talk to me that long about that sort of stuff. He'll just dismiss what I well, want. Well, I haven't so, spoken so. to mine in that. Well, he's read the book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah thank, thank God you didn't name anyone in that book, yeah. week, eh? <laughs> But the other the other thing that I worry about now, I've got no idea about, is um, drugs. So. Mm-hmm. And that's the scary thing, I think, I for all parents these days. Anything? No. And I mean, you know, it's scary because you know, like, um, I'll, I'll talk about LA. My, my son um, hates it, hates the drugs. Mm, good. But he's the biggest bogan of all time, and he's a pisshead. He's, mm. But I, I would tell you, he's just like me, mm. and he's just like me as a as a, a young bloke. Although, except at, at he's his got age, a bloody luscious head of hair. He has. He's got. A, oh, but I had the I had the big mullet going on with him. I had the <laughs> Dermot Brereton got his hair cut from me down at Leggies. I can tell you right oh, now. Yeah. He saw mine, and then that's when he did the shave size and the big perm. But um, stood but, next to you in the dunnies, did he? <laughs> on the dance floor, mate. Oh, yeah, right. he, he was, he, I was ripping it up on the dance floor there. And, um, yeah, he would have been on the podium. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> in his that, uh, that's when you used to get a feed. Remember you used to get a feed? You get a ticket and you had to get a, had to have yeah, your so chicken and chips or whatever it was. Drive in on his motorbike. Yeah. Walking out past the fish he tank. Where did he drive in on his motorbike? Was that when they had the pool tables out the back? Mm. That was yeah. one of my first memories of watching um, your crew. Yep. Um, Enjoy a quiet night out. <laughs> drinking. taking Firstly, taking the ice out of their drinks. Drinking... Uh, in two, three sips. Oh, three so it, was sip th- it was Thursday night. The three sips. Dollar, dollar, yeah, okay. It would have been. <laughs> and uh, smashing the pots on the ground. Oh, that wasn't our group. That was the <laughs> other guys. That was that next level up. <laughs> it's about the Frankston boys. Yeah. <laughs> Coringle boys. Yeah, no, oh. I'm going to go and get some... Um, cornflakes. Oh, cornflakes. for the supermarket <laughs> closes. Well, how long does the show go? Well... Yeah. Till we stop. Well, right. do we do we want to pull the pin? We're just about done. I don't want you to pull the pin. Though. No, no, no. We're happy. To, well, how long have we gone for? We've got, it's twenty thirty-seven. Jeez, that's good we're for us. Right. You guys are just settling in. No, I've got, one, I've good got one more quick thing. AC bought notes. No, don't worry about the notes. And lots of And he revisited an old topic of you know really bad song lyrics. What makes me angry? Oh, let's bring that back. That, that was a good subject. Right a now. Good, good one. Go, go, go for it. <laughs> L plate drivers, parents. Oh. Taking me into traffic. They're, they're driving in ta- front of you. No, but driving te- on the right-hand side of the road when it should <laughs> be the left-hand side. They're not Correct. They're not Thank telling you. them. This is, and I know we're, we're on a really good medium for a visual medium here. All you see in the passenger seat is head down into the phone. Exactly. <laughs> oh, really? Who's telling this kid how to drive? Like I sit there with JT driving, and I, I must admit, I I don't I don't nag him about it, but I'll be sitting there. How's that sixty going, mate? I reckon you came in a bit hot there, mate. I reckon you should indicate a little bit sooner there, mate. As opposed to who's his role model? I, clearly not me because he <laughs> does. He has. Oh, sorry, sorry. He has two hands on the wheel. Uh, yeah, which both right. of us have now been in trouble for by Mrs. St. Because apparently he's getting comfortable with ooh, where he puts ooh. his hands on the wheel. But that's okay. I'll, I'll correct no, that no. next time. No, no, mate. Don't, this is where he's gonna don't be. give me ten and two, yeah, he's mate. He's got to do ten and two, mate. That's a and good way to teach him. So he's not driving with his knees eating a super. He's not doing and they're that. Do he's this. definitely not, not, not doing yet. that. Do this. Push no. pull. Push pull. Too. That's lesson five, isn't it? Yeah, correct. <laughs> how to how to how to eat a, how, how to, to eat, open a super. How to yeah. eat an entire meal. Yeah. <laughs> in a three-minute drive. Just, and yeah. not put it on your shirt. <laughs> yeah. To get to McDonald's and then come back. Yeah. But yeah, now I've noticed it a lot more, and I I always think of it as I'm an older parent now. You know, nearing nearing the uh, mid forties. And um, that oh, so a lot old. of these parents that I'm seeing with the 
L-plate drivers, mm. they seem to be younger parents. They might be mid-30s or 40, I don't know, but they just look younger and I just think they're not teaching them right. They sit in the – sitting in the right lane is the worst one on it. Just uh, – you don't need to be there. Mate, let's be honest. Everyone's forgotten how to drive anyway. Yeah, so I don't if, know. If, if people they, are teaching – I'm not sure if they knew. L-platers how, how to drive now. It worries me. I would be scared because I'm scared of just any driver at the moment. Oh, come for a drive after the show. No, I know you drive. We, we saw you come in the car park. Did you? Yeah, we were watching. Oh, Are you cool. teaching in a manual? Not yet. We were, I will be. I, I don't have a car. Yeah. I, I drive a work car, so I drive a different car every night, which is right. actually good because he gets to drive ranges, big cars, yeah. little cars, small yeah. cars, vans, whatever. Um, Mrs. ST's got a, a, an automatic Outlander, but so he's comfortable in that, and he's comfortable in every car. Hmm. But I get him in the bigger cars, the smaller cars, as he gets a little, and he's only been. I had a manual rule. He's only yeah, for my kids. I has to have, manual. has to get yeah. a manual license. There's yeah. no, but he wants a manual license. Because Mrs. AA doesn't drive a manual. It's annoying. Yeah, it's so soft. But then, and but I use her as an example. They won't make manual cars. In, in oh, they'll be gone. Probably not. But, but I've gone. always said that my kids could drive a tractor if they had to. Hmm. You know, they could. They, they yeah. realistically could, and both of them could. Even my daughter, she could drive anything. That she, she could put, probably she'd drive sit a tractor better than you, to be honest. Probably, yeah. But yeah, I had a manual rule, and what you're saying is right, though, PK is. Most of the cars are coming in auto now, and yeah. it's rarer to have a manual car. So yeah. I like the manual. Maybe it's yeah, part of the, sort, the, the tradition. Part. Yeah, a, a manual driving a manual car is great. It's good fun. Um, it gives you a better. You, you feel like you're actually driving the car, not just steering it around. And you know, even the and I love them in motorsports, and I even look at that now, and they're not driving the cars. They're not real much. manuals. The, the supercar driver is yeah. different story nowadays. They've gone, there is more better driving, but the F1 drivers are just pilots now. They just sit there and turn the wheel when they have to. So I think, um, yeah, manual drivers, manual licenses need to be, I, I think it should be just, you have to get your manual yeah, license. Yeah, I agree. Not, yeah. not just from yeah. us, but as a as a rule, if you choose to drive an auto, good luck to you. Because it's much harder me. to get your license in a manual than it is in an auto. Yeah. Really? So, and if you want some real life experience, definitely take your kid to um, drive around in the car park at Seaford Safeway. Oh yeah, because you'll you'll always come across that situation where somebody actually hits you, <laughs> <laughs> reverses out deliberately into you. Yeah. yeah, and then you have to get out and go through the whole and do mind the negotiating mode. thing. <laughs> Did it? Uh, is there much damage? Just a little dent. Uh, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> are you in, have you got insurance here? Hey, we're talking like, about sleep at Safeway. It's two and a half grand <laughs> excess. Oh, look. It's probably, probably, it's probably a 200. stolen car and the bloke's unlicensed anyhow. So I don't reckon, worry about I, reckon it. Yeah. I could get that knocked out for a cup of <laughs> or a box of wild turkey. Look, <laughs> should we exchange numbers? Nah. Yeah. Give me all the cash you got on me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you never ever hear from me again. This is the fourth time it's happened this week. <laughs> PK, i got one more question for you before yeah. we go and before we put their music on. Um, you don't know this, but um, mm. I know that in the old Karen Patterson Lake Sports Club, yeah. You didn't particularly like. Um, I think. I think it would be fair to say that you wouldn't. You weren't a, a fan of bringing your family into that venue. Mm. Um, th- we've got a new building. I wasn't, a, I wasn't opposed to coming in there. No, but I, I, I know that I, I, it wasn't delightful for me. No, that's exactly right, and I think it that's wasn't right. Very welcome. I, I, I think. Honest. I think we must. We might have even. It wasn't a family. We may have even. Yeah. I don't know why I had this in my head, but we may have even discussed it. I don't the know how I got this in my head that this was the case. And now we've got the new building now. And I think the culture's changed slightly here. Mm. Um, we talked about culture at uh, Seaford, and I think that there was there was definitely a culture change um, ne- needed in this place as well. Yeah. Um, 
I was president for four years. I'm not anymore. I'm not even on the committee anymore. I wondered what you – have you spent much time here? I know that it's been locked down and everything. So have you spent, been able to spend much time at the club now? And, and yeah. what do you think about the change and the it's new great. rooms and everything? Yeah, I was here last night with my kids yep. um, for the selection of the cricket team. So, well, that, well, I think it's really good. Um, you can see that the place is now a, a welcoming venue for, for families. The footy season was particularly good. I know it was short, but our short experience of having multiple change rooms was really good. Mm. You know, we, we um, were able to have, uh, you know, the older blokes um, in the footy teams were able to have their own space. Kids could have their own space and everybody's, everybody's you know, going about their business without stepping over each other and getting in each other's way. and The reason I say it is because yeah. I actually used you as a yardstick and you don't know it. Oh. Um, I, when I was the president of the so club. So it's on I, you, sorry. I, well, no, when I was the president of the club, I had a few yardsticks. One of them was my sister-in-law <laughs> as well. Yeah. She was in that same situation where she went into the bar and a few of the bar flies were there and she said, well, I'm never walking back in this place again. Yeah. Um, and so I had some yardsticks. You were one of them. And yeah. so I was interested to know you were the, the, the answer to the question because – I th- I felt like I got it going the right way. Mm. I hope that it can continue. Yeah. Now that it is open and and, and trading properly, um, but that, that was my, well, we, my last we, question to yeah. you because I just no, I was I, interested. In, I, I saw you as a, a bit of a moral compass. Yeah. Almost for the place. I don't know if that's a mistake or not. <laughs> yeah, sometimes no, it's just no, in I a bad it, mood. No, no, I think it was. <laughs> no, I think it was fair. I mean, I, I suppose I had the respect for you that I thought myself. Well, but plus, my uh, kids were very young. Comp- you yes. Know, like seven, eight, nine, or whatever. That's and, right. Uh, I don't like them being around um, adults that drink too much. Mm. So, um, but that's just me. And then, and then, and okay. That's not me sitting in judgment of other people. As can I, said can I toss that around the other way now? So I just thought of it. I said, yeah. but that's probably how you grew up. Yeah, possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Uh, yeah, possibly. Yeah. Just mum and dad. Yeah. yeah. Except for your mum and dad. I mean, because your mum and dad weren't drinkers, though. No, but, no. but the But the, the footy clubs would have been like that, though, wouldn't they? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we yeah. I don't know. I didn't. We like didn't spend much time there. Cause, yeah. You know, um, when more, when the parents were on the piss, we, we were up, we yeah. were off home. Yeah. Right uh, yeah. I don't know what it is. I, I think, but it's not just me. Like we've, you know, well, we've got a cohort. So I've got my oh. sisters got kids here, and we've got oh. there's a whole big group. Cohorts of us, in my notes. And we talk about when did cohorts start getting said. Oh, cohorts. Is that... Yeah. No. It's like no, Alsatians. Never, it's never been said. <laughs> Can I tell you something? PK's oh, been using they, it for 15 years. We got an email from, 12 our, from, our, from our SMT, yeah. our management group, about yeah. the cohorts. And I'm going, what the hell are they talking Is about? Is that a Radio Garen or at they work? Did that, after they did that at work... What about acronyms? And, and then after that... Oh, was I, hate, I hate acronyms. <laughs> I love him. He was <laughs> a great left arm But But since <laughs> then, since then I've heard so many politicians and so many people talk and journalists talking about cohorts. It's a word that's come out in the last 12 months, I reckon, yeah. and everyone's using it. It's bled into our nomenclature. Where did that come from? I don't know. <laughs> Let me start. No, you said last question, and I want to just... But thank you for um, you know, changing the culture of the place. Uh, well, in that, all honesty, it's, uh, it's great. We love it. I think, too, a big thing... Oh, hey, look out. Look out. There's the... Uh, we only sound. left it to the last minute. Yeah. Secret sound. I think it's a stapler Secret sound. going through a <laughs> bottle top <laughs> in the fridge. Um, but Someone breaking into Tomo's car out there. <laughs> That's right, it's a workout. Take it. I don't, I don't even lock it. Don't fight him for it. Not worth dying over. Um, no, no, just the whole culture thing. I think respect for your surroundings as well. So new club room, everyone comes in now and, and they're always on the, whoa, look, it's new, it's flash, it's good. You're going to change people's 
way yeah. of approaching You kind of hope so. It was kind of the aim. Yeah. It was the and aim. And it's, it's definitely gone a long way. Can you change a club that is 110 years old with the same bloody Fibro Shack club rooms that they've had since, you know, 1850? Probably not. You, ne- you sometimes need to, and look, you get the support, and let's say, you know, same thing down still in Seaford. Good. Look, it's still going to be up to the individual clubs to create it. If everyone comes up here and just gets absolutely blotter in front of their kids, the culture hasn't changed. It hasn't no, that's right. over yes. to your old. But, yeah, but will but it? That's, that's the thing. Yeah, I, think, I think what's acceptable by the sports club who run the place, though, that's important. Well, that's, that's really important. Well, that's so going to be important. At what's their job acceptable? Is to well, go, what yeah. sort of behaviour? And that um, you know, when you, especially when you've got the kids up here, I reckon. I haven't been here firsthand for this junior club but I've been to two I've played cricket at and been involved in footy clubs at two senior junior footy clubs at share rooms and change of change of venue change of um, rooms and all that and upgrades yeah has been a massive difference for those clubs like I played cricket at Seaford Tigers and when we moved down to Belvedere and we got the new change rooms People started coming back. Families it's a, started it's coming a back. It's a sense of pride too, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is. And you know, at another club that I played cricket at and was involved in the footy club, where they got new rooms, and it used to be a Sunday session while the junior footy club was on. They were all up there, boozing on. They got new rooms, and oh, hang on, a little bit of pride in the place, and we pride, want we want to stand out now. We don't want to just be the drunks from down the road. Yep. Look at our establishment. Come in and join us. Have a nice, quiet beer. So I think, yeah, new rooms always makes it or new. Oh, it's a great makes setup. Great. Let's be it honest, is. we're pretty lucky. Fantastic, it's pretty awesome. Kid, kids what? are the measuring stick. Yeah, um, if you hear the, the yeah. sounds of kids playing, yeah, then you yeah. Know you're, you're on the right track. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have any rules in the sporting club about um, this pornographic music that you've got at the end of the program? <laughs> pornographic music. It's just it's a soundtrack. It's just Friday night. It's after eight thirty. We're okay. <laughs> it's just about Friday night. It's just our closing song. Make me feel things. <laughs> 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 well, move. with now, that, PK. with PK feeling things, I think we better turn the microphones down and say goodnight. <laughs> AC, thanks for coming in. No worries. I need to have a shout out to Mrs. AC. He's doing the bloody long walk on. Oh, oh that's all right. Yeah. 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 So good luck to can her. Can we contribute? 35 good bloody days. luck. Yes, you can. I you think. can. Facebook, on Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, it's been yes. on Facebook. Yeah. ST, thank you. Thank you very much. Uh, have a good weekend in the weather. Mm. No, hopefully, no. Hopefully it improves a little. Stay inside and work. Yeah. Work, yeah. No cricket. PK, thanks very yeah. much for coming Good luck in. For Thank you. And uh, for the yeah, smog- always a board of yeah. um, dead animals. I'm really disappointed. You only had about two carrots. You're <laughs> <laughs> no the only one that's going to eat them. And, uh, and two bottles. Talking about yeah. 1993, yeah. I'm going to have some chocolate from the 90s. Yeah. Well crumble. done. Very Perfect. good. Thanks for coming in, and uh, thank you for joining us. Um, too bad no one gets the prize. No one texts in. See you later. <laughs> Stay cool. Bye.